0: This is Stephanie and this is the Mocha Minutes podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So if you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. <laughs> um, so it's in the increments of either $1, $3, or $5. And you can do as many as you would like. Um So I just wanted to let you guys know, would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buymeacoffee.com backslash mocha minutes, I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together hooky, the Adams Family. Their house is a museum when people come to see them. They really are a screaming, the Adams family. Dun-dun-dun-dun. 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 Ooh. <laughs> so-, <laughs> so, put a witch's shawl on, a broomstick you can crawl on. We're gonna play a call on the Adams family. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together, hooky, the Adams family. Da-da-da-da. 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 Hello and welcome to the Mocha Minutes Podcast. This is Stephanie. Thank you for joining me and hopefully snapping along. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I am showing my big ass age because I remember the black and white show. I remember all the movies. I remember the cartoons.
1: Yes, but the black and white show we was in reruns when we saw it.
0: I mean that's true. I mean we weren't like we weren't there for midnight, honey. We we weren't there. Yeah. I do remember it, but I really did like the cartoon. By the way, it was kind of cute.
1: I don't think I ever saw it.
0: Oh, and I think it didn't last that long. Right. Maybe a season or two, but I could say like things like Dinosaurs and Pirates of Dark Water. You're like, what the fuck is that? I have um, no idea what those are. I'm also see? older though. So <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> you, ain't got, um, you ain't got no Thundercats or uh oh oh Thundercats <laughs> like it lived and breathed in our house and also Voltron. <laughs> and it's so funny because I like the newer Voltron more. And I don't yeah. know if it's just because the storytelling was better. I, I, oh exactly really? I haven't sure. started
1: watching the new. I know it's been oh, out for a while. I have missed it. It's
0: so good. It's and it's a good binge I will tell you it is a very good binge because I watched it live and then went back and benched it I'm like I okay. love this because they definitely switched around all of the characters so I the need to watch of, all that like
1: revamped shit from my childhood I haven't yes, started watching and any of it I He-Man, watch,
0: She-Ra, all that so the Kevin Smith He-Man I like I haven't watched the other He-Man mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the Kevin Smith one and I like that he stood ten toes down I don't give a, I don't give a fuck what y'all say Tila is my queen. Shut the hell up. It's like, you know what? You're <laughs> right. But I also like, I like Shira. I like the revamped one, but I also like the other one. So, you know, it's like that was one of the ones. Like, I like the new one, but I also like the older one. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So if y'all are not familiar with this, what I'm kidding. Yes, y'all do know who the <laughs> fuck that is. Better recognize. Okay? Better recognize. <laughs> this is my militantly mixed, blurdy bitch okay <laughs> she's also had a birthday main i have char main m-e-t-h-o-d main let me tell you something i'm like she has a whole network of shows because that bitch be busy i be busy i stay busy oh my gosh
1: i'm bringing I... the butterscotch back to mocha Minute
0: the <laughs> butterscotch <laughs> to my mocha I have some being blurred called mixed militant meat militantly mixed by furious I want you to bring that back by the way queer I think, like, you're queer, queer and trembling. far queer and far I'm like queer hey, and lord. Far. Yeah. yeah and I'm like lord am I missing anything <laughs> I mean I'm like I've
1: had other things that I've like turned off I have turned off by furious because right now I'm just like not in it my, my heart's not yeah. there at the moment okay. I'll get it back I'll get it back but okay. um, yeah, bring so that right now, back because I' I'll was bring like, that thing we, back, but for right now, we yeah do. We do. We do.
0: yeah, we we kind of need that, okay? It's like, I'm sorry, my my bisexual folks, y'all need voices that are smart <laughs> and fun and not head asses. I mean, that's for me
1: i think that's the problem is that like some of the people i was Mm. connecting with were just Mm. like wearing me down before we even got into the record mode and so oh it's just a problem i haven't had on the other shows like i haven't gotten Mm. after three years on and off i haven't gotten my groove with that show and i think that's because i don't have a i don't have a queer community i have Mm. random queer friends Mm. that are disconnected from each other but like Mm. militantly mixed i have a mixed community Blurred comics, I got a black nerd and cosplay community. You know, mm-hmm, queer, mm-hmm. queer and far, it's me and my friend. So yeah. Um, you know, and we're we haven't gotten our stride yet either. We're like, we're building something with it. Um, but yeah. So tell
0: fears, me I'm... a little bit more about queer and far. Because I'm like, ooh, a travel show. So are you giving tips on how to travel or are you talking about just your travels?
1: It's a mixed bag right now because um, because two things are happening. So I started the show with my friend. Shea, who I've known for 25, 26 years at this point, we went to college together. Uh, She is what I refer to as my emotional support white woman. She's pretty much like the only white woman friend that I can say I absolutely
0: trust
1: Oh, to, and to, you know, do and I know work. for
0: you, that's far and few between because you're like me. It's like, girl, right? We can have like, drinks or something, but no, I'm not telling like you I
1: right. have my white co worker friends or former co worker mm-hmm. friends, or I have, mm-hmm. you know, people that were like maybe better friends when I was younger, but now that I have learned to take care of myself better, you know, mm-hmm. they stay on Facebook kind of thing. But mm. Shay, <laughs> but Shay has been the the white woman who I, I watch grow, go from um she'll say you know like and I'm talking about 25 years in the past say something a little bit wild and I'll be like, hey no oh no Ooh.
2: no you know
1: and then she'll okay let me go work on it so I mean it took some time but like in 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 a port in about halfway through we we lost track of each other for about ten years, and then we found each other again. And in mm-hmm. that time, she had started doing a lot of anti racism work and like ta- like mm. literally taking classes, reading books, going Ooh, to workshops, real like real it. like active active anti racism work. Um, mm. and uh, and she, you know, she would hit me up with things like, "Oh, I'm so mad about blah 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 blah." And I got to a point where I'd hit her with like, "I I can't do that for you. Like, I can't be mm. the okay. person that you put things on. I need you mm-hmm. to." I need you to do work. You can tell me about it after, but yeah. don't hit me while you're upset because your upset and my upset are two different things. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And so she would take like early and this is about, I don't know, 12 years ago, 10 years ago and stuff like that. And she, and she'd mm. be like, oh, okay, got it. Noted, mm-hmm. let me go away. So now what she's become is the friend that if she is upset about something, she'll hit mm-hmm. me up and say, do you have the spoons to talk about something tough you know whatever yeah and so then you know i'll say okay like well give me a hit me with the topic first because that might determine Mm. if i'm okay right and then after that um like she might say is this an okay time for blurting and then Uh. i'll go do research or is this or you know i've done some research can i bounce some stuff that i've learned off of you just to see if i'm Mm. if i'm getting it like so that's where we're at in our friendship over the last like I want to say about the last four years, that's where it's been. And so legit, she's like, I can say without feeling bad about any white friends that might still follow me around, you know, to say (laughs) that, like, you don't do the work that Shay does. Shay does the work Mm. Um, and Shay will stay in an uncomfortable situation. Mm. She'll live in it and say, like, yeah, this sucks. I hate that, you know, Mm. as a white person, blah, 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 blah. But guess what? It's not as bad of what I'm feeling and discomfort as what, you know, black and brown people are experiencing out in the world. And so she'll stay in it and seeing what I've seen in her. She's the only person that I can say as a white person that I that um, that, specifically a white woman, because I think that's Mm. important to say Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, that I that I feel specifically. Well, yeah, very specific. So emotional support, mm-hmm. white woman. Uh, She's also one of those people that like have supported me in random ways um, for many years, financial included sometimes, like not without me, not with me asking, but legit, like I'll just mm-hmm. get a a hit in my Venmo and she'll be like, thinking of you, want you to have a nice dinner and it'd be like 60 bucks or something like that, just randomly. Aww. She's, you know, she's not, uh, because she comes from privilege and she knows that she does and, and stuff. And so mm-hmm. sometimes when she gives money, she's giving money with like, reparations in mind oh. and I'm, I'm not the only <laughs> friend that this happens to but like mm-hmm. other people too um and sometimes she does it in a way of just like she's a fan of the stuff i do she's proud of watching what i've become mm. since we've known each other when we were 20 um mm-hmm. that she wants to support it and stuff and so with this happening over the last couple years she's been an avid supporter of militantly mixed avid supporter of all the other stuff i do she'll like buy a whole bunch of stickers and then smack them all over the city. You know, like, like she's, (laughs) she's out there. She's like street team, you know? Uh, she's I'm wearing a militantly saying. mixed T-shirt and she's not mixed, you know, stuff like that. She's she's been out there, you know, doing the work and stuff. Um, and so we get to talking about wanting to move abroad about like five or six years ago. And I was like, I've been wanting to do this my whole life. She's like, I'm actively researching for it. Like she was going to buy uh. basically a compound, of land somewhere, and oh. like just, you know, put houses on it and be like, if anybody needs a place to stay, they can come be at this. Place. Like that was her dream like five years ago.
3: More mm. anti-racism
1: work, more anti colonization work, more decolonization work. She's like, okay, I'm not going to do that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, what I am going to do? Yeah, so much like, girl, please do yeah. not go gentrify some <laughs> yeah. Polynesian. So she's like, so now so what i can go do Like, girl, like, I don't know you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So now she she still wants to move abroad. I want to move abroad too, um, but she wants to be very thoughtful about how she does it. And mm-hmm. I, m- you know, me as well, because uh, I'm, I may be born here in America, but I'm not an American until I leave America or in so, so like we have very, we've been, had very thoughtful conversations over the last four or five years about like, how do we do this and not cause more problems than,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, not bring more problems than we're trying to leave. Right.
2: And
1: in that process, because I became a podcaster during that time, I told her, I was like, you know, I want to chart now that we're serious about actively trying to do this. I want to chart this Mm -hmm. journey through podcast because that's what I do. And so she's like, all right, I'll pay for your podcast because she's like, I believe in this. I want to pay for it. And I was like, I would rather not be the only person like you and I are doing this together. You're doing more of the research. I'm doing more of the traveling. Like, why don't we pair up? And then she's like, yeah, but you're like militantly mixed and you're blurred comics. She's like, you, you're not going to drag this like pasty ass white girl, you know, with you mm-hmm. on the on this thing. And I was like, I go, yeah, I'm not going to grab some random pasty ass white girl to do oh, something no. like this with Mm-mm. me. But for the person who's literally paying sometimes for my trips or or mm-hmm. um, you know, researching for me, how do I move with my cats? How do I do that? you know da 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 da? Like she has a spreadsheet of, of all this stuff that we're we're getting what we need to do to prepare ourselves for this move abroad. Like mm-hmm. why would I just regurgitate that stuff? Why wouldn't you be a part of that thing? So the show is a mix between research that's w- that either of us are doing about like what the process is to leave the country and and to do so in a thoughtful decolonized type of way. Mm-hmm. that's part of the show another part of the show is because i do travel is to talk about traveling as a mixed queer femme you know so we're our focus is um traveling from mar- being from a marginalized perspective and while she notes that her whiteness is not her marginalization her occasionally her womanness is, um and occasionally her queerness is you know so like Mm -hmm. depending on what spaces she occupies because she can exist similar to me in assumed straightness you know because Mm. people tend to assume straight until otherwise told um Mm -hmm. we both have we're both poly but we both have male primary partners you know stuff Mm -hmm. like that so Mm -hmm. there's ways in which she's not always marginalized in a space but sometimes Mm -hmm. she is and so that's that's her perspective, and, and but she's also um, going in a direction towards a disability that is going to degenerate her over time.
2: Mm. So
1: we're we're focusing on traveling while disabled, traveling while black and brown, traveling while femme, traveling while queer, um, solo traveling, you know things like that, things that would put us in disadvantages in different places, and we're so where a lot of the travel reviews has to do with, you know did I notice that there was wheelchair accessibility? Was there, um, you know, was it safe for a queer person to be in there? You know, can Mm. I wear, like, sometimes I'll actively just wear like a shirt that announces I'm a queer person just to see,
2: Mm. you know,
1: what's going to happen when I'm in that space or, you know, things like that, things that'll note me as a queer person or or whatever. You know, I already know that I can't turn off that I'm a clearly not white person and stuff, things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a mix. Like we haven't, I think we'll get into a flow that'll be a little bit more formula over time. But for now, it's like this week we're talking about my trip to such and such. And next week we're talking about is there wheelchair accessibility at, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, so it, it uh-huh. kind of depends. We, we did an episode on traveling um, for a quadriplegic that um, mm. person that was a TikTok uh, content creator. And so she was teaching us about things about what to keep your eye out for.
3: Mm, when traveling, okay. because
1: I'm traveling as the non-disabled person, I'm mm-hmm. traveling scoping stuff out for m- when I do travel to that same place with my friend, whose um, disability is going to become more physical over time. You know, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't always know what to look for. I have, but like we're talking to people and we're learning what do what do I look for when I'm scoping something out so that I know it's going to be safe when I bring my friend with me. You know, things like that.
0: Yeah, um, that is awesome. I yeah, think-
1: I think it's going to be meaningful.
0: I hope so, because I think when you think about that kind of thing, where people are actually like, let me do the work so that you're not surprised when you get here, because I think that's the problem, because people have, like, word of mouth about traveling, especially, like, abroad. You'll hear word of mouth. I'm like, oh, I had a great time in this place. And then people are like, yeah, it wasn't great for me because I have X. It's like, they're not addressing all the intersections. And it's like, you know, disability, um, race, ethnicity, gender, gender identity yeah. sexuality like that stuff intersects and it's like yeah i may yeah. not look like i'm queer but i am and it's like wait a minute i have to like do this as if i was someone who was very out and very flamboyant and yes. people could actually see it yeah like what does this look like for you because some people and are like they're flamboyant it's like yeah but what if that that literally is just how they are
1: yeah because there are people that are kind of flamboyant and they're and they're not a queer person or or mm-hmm. in my case like I, I have some tells, I guess, but mm-hmm. I, but I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not waving the rainbow flag all the time because I don't feel comfortable in spaces where there's predominantly white queer people. White mm. queer people do not make safe spaces for um, black and brown queer people and stuff. So like, I may be going to an event that's predominantly queer,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: be not cared for there. You know so yeah, it's the yeah. same type of thing and in terms of the disability like one of the things i've had to learn over the past two three months worth of episodes is i i, w- I was like turning down taking the um accessibility hotel rooms because i was like i don't want to take them for someone else so i didn't get a chance to mm. see if it's safe for my friend and yeah. then um our guest who was on recently her she goes by the handle quadra quadzilla mm. Quazilla said, no, we need you to take that room because you are already going with the intention of, of trying to see if this is going to be a safe place to go. You need to be mm-hmm. in that room and look like, is the actual shower safe to roll into or things like that. Mm-hmm. Like She's like, I need you to do that um, so that when you give your honest review, you can say yes to people who are wheelchair bound. This is safe to people who have to, you know, is there a chair in the in the bathtub, you know, or, you know, things like that Mm -hmm. and stuff. So Mm -hmm. in doing that, I started to do that. And um, the things that I'm now noticing uh, without extra effort, Mm -hmm. you know, like at first it was like, make sure you don't forget to look and see if there's wheelchair access, make sure you look and see if there's enough chairs every so often so people can rest. Now I don't have to actively think that way. Cause it's just like, immediately I walk into a space and I'm like, Second Not enough chairs. you know, like, you know, no universal, um, uh, architecture and stuff like that doesn't universal design and stuff like that. So, uh, it's a hodgepodge right now because there's so much to try to tackle. Mm. Um, but okay. in, as we get closer and we get tightened up, like we'll have our, our, you know, moving abroad episodes, our, you know, general travel episodes, um, and then because mm-hmm. I do so many comic cons, we've laced that into what we do is like, I'll review the cons and talk about whether or not it was safe for black and brown cosplayers. Was it safe for, you know, queer folks? Was there a space for queer folks that was separate? Was there, you know, or or separate and safe kind of a thing? Um, you know, was there disability access? Was there a quiet room for people with anxiety? You know, so there's things like that, that I'm able to do with the show um, because, Shay is able to finance it and I'm the one doing like the technical work and then we both sit there and talk about it so uh queer and far because we are two queer femmes who want to go far far away
0: yay I can't wait so I'm glad (laughs) because I know it's like I think when you because when you have really great ideas for podcasts so it's kind of like this one. It seems so simple, but it's not simple because it's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. But the thing about it, it will be so beneficial. They're like, oh, good. Somebody actually kind of scoped it out so that yeah. I'm not going crazy. And it's like because I know Charmaine, it's mm-hmm. not going to just be like, girl, this is just how it was. It's not going to be right. a Yelp review. It's, it's truly not. And, <laughs> it's and like, like it, she's going to like write. <laughs> she's going to take notes. She's going to do. Research. I'm taking she's gonna notes. Bring yeah. Stuff.
1: I'm trying so. to be really active in like how I take a, a video of a space or something like that. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: I haven't released, excuse me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and I haven't released as many videos yet because I still need the time to kind of edit through a lot of those, but like in uh, mm-hmm. being thoughtful and like from the perspective of my height versus the perspective of a person sitting in a wheelchair, you know, like okay. different things like that. I have to be actively thinking of, um, and in the way that I have learned to trust, I know that Shay will put her body in front of brown people to separate them from white people that are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, I can be the body <laughs> that is testing a space to make sure that it's safe for, you know, our disabled listeners and of course, my partner my podcast partner who will eventually, need that support, you know, um, yeah. we don't know when, but you know, there's already signs that are, things are starting to deteriorate. And, and in the way in which I can relate just because of my knees and my, my feet, you know, I don't have like, I couldn't walk a marathon or anything like that. I couldn't run a marathon, but I, I can, I can be physical enough for a while and then tuck her out. And I need to know that when I tuck her out, mm-hmm. you know, I might tuck her out later, than a person with a physical disability but when I do tuck her out that's my way of being able to relate and say okay this is how mm. far I got and there weren't any chairs present there wasn't okay. wheelchair access, there wasn't an elevator you know um stuff like that
0: so yeah this is dope I just love this but <laughs> I also love Charmaine you know, so y'all just know, y'all know how I feel about her Da, we, da, we, love da, yeah. we love each other. we love <laughs> each other. We see each other. So let's start low key. I don't. Oh, yeah. It's like <clears throat> let's start with something happy before I literally talk about some people who ain't shit. Yeah, uh, the list
1: the list is a lot of ain't shit motherfuckers. List so. a lot of ain't
0: shit. So let me start off with this. Billy Porter has a star on the Walk of Fame. He looked fan fucking tastic. Um, mm-hmm. So this is, this is the thing about the Walk of Fame, because it's such a big deal. You want, like, especially people that you've loved for a very long time. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, they're getting a star. But then you realize um, they have to pay for their own star. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I could be, like, very, very, saying, like, sound like a Belly Girl, like, 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 mm-hmm. I don't know how I would feel if somebody I truly enjoy, some of the mentor, especially if I had the funds. I would just pay for it, but also I'm not saying that to guilt anybody who's like maybe a Tyler Perry is <laughs> like, mm. yeah. Do you know how many stars you can buy on the Walk Hollywood Walk of Fame? But I think I didn't know it was a um, I didn't know it was a cost until that older Asian actor um, Daniel Day Kim had to raise money for his star. It was like yeah, Wait a, they, so it's it a
2: weird
1: money? yeah, it's a weird <laughs> process. So first of all, somebody has to nominate you. And then Mm. the the committee goes through all the nominations for that year, and they whittle it down to a certain number of people. And then they inform you, hey, you have been nominated for a Walk of Fame star. If you would like to get your Walk of Fame, here's the money. And I think it's like, I don't remember what, I don't know what it is now, but there was a period of time it was like Mm
2: $40,000
1: to get that star. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um and for a lot of the, you know, like say older actors that aren't working actively anymore, they're mm-hmm. finally worthy of their star, but they didn't, they don't have the funds to do it anymore. Right. There's been a All lot right. of, and if you live in LA, you kind of see the campaign sometimes too, because they're done in Hollywood circles. And I used to work in the film industry. So like, you'd be, you'd hear like, oh, okay. so-and-so is, is up for a star. You know, they don't have, they don't have the funds. There's a fun, there's a charity event. There's a fundraising event um for hmm. them to be able to get their star if they're not like a tyler perry and they can't just be like yeah i got it yeah
0: so, Also, yeah. i'm wondering and so there's a picture of him with his husband and it's like his husband's name is adam i'm like um so first of all his husband's is very handsome his skin is glowing i know he's <laughs> a pale face i'm how sure my visual um
1: <laughs> man i got a reputation on the internet it's funny too because my husband is a he's a half a pale but He's, ah, yeah. yeah it happens hell. it happens he's a half a big he's a half a big
0: uh, <laughs> shout out to michael i hope he's doing well
1: <laughs> oh oh half a big mike i saw mike i got to meet mike for the first time did you yay. yeah in new york i saw him in new york at new york comic con yep.
0: yeah yay yeah him and brandon we went to go see knives out and i was like i oh, don't know goodness. if i want to see it and then i think it was brandon's idea and i was like oh that movie is so good I don't know how I feel about this Netflix one, though.
1: I haven't watched but- the Netflix one, but I, I like Knives Out, and I, I let me say, I reluctantly like Knives Out, because I have mm. I have um, a long-standing, odd, not important beef with Ryan Johnson. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> and so I didn't want to like it, but I I like it.
0: Mm. So. I, I was not looking, that's the thing, it's like I wasn't expecting to like it and I don't know why I liked it, but yes, Billy Porter star in the walk of Hollywood walk of fame. I'm I think very, very proud of it. So. It's
1: important. Like, I, I hate that that's a thing that they have to raise the money for it and blah, 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 blah. But yeah. given how many years it took for some significant black and Asian and, and Latin actors to be able to get stars and presence um, on mm-hmm. those things, like, I think it's important to fill that walk with, as many of us as possible so that you know because uh, I don't know if you've ever been to the Walk of Fame and for people who have not been to LA it's not like it is in the movies it is a trash part of town and um, and so like you mm. don't want to necessarily walk it but if you're there and you randomly turn a corner and it's like oh shit it's so-and-so you know you, you do get excited. You do get happy to see their that's name. That's funny
0: because isn't the like the um, cost of the star, it includes like, I guess, lifetime maintenance of the star. Yeah. So when you hear about like, do you see the shitty part of town that's in? It's like, yeah, I'm like, y'all would think y'all would like decrease the cost. And I feel like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's well, it's weird because like the main drag of Hollywood Boulevard, you know, there's the stars there and they're as clean as they can be. It it being mm. in a city street that is heavily populated by homeless people. Um all right. and then there's all the, there's all these streets on the opposite, like the the parallel sh- or the perpendicular street. So you can turn down a corner and there's still you know, there's still stars and stuff like that. So it's not like one long drag. There's the long drag and then there's the perpendicular roads too. Mm, Okay. And so, you know, some areas are the least important areas. So like you'll pay more if you're getting on Hollywood Boulevard, you'll pay less Mm. if you're getting on one of these other streets. And I don't know if they still do it this way, but they used to kind of group them in like, music was kind of like, on, like on, on walk, You can like i see it them random area. but sometimes you'll see like one area where you'll see music 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 back to back and there, there'll be like old people that you haven't heard of any you know before or something like that so it's a mixed yeah. bag it's it's not glitz and glamour it's mm-hmm. it, you know it looks better at night than during the day i'll say that
0: um mm, okay but, so when i come to la and it's not a you know it's kind of like before i used to be this person that would say if it's mm-hmm. it's no longer if for me it's when. So when I come to LA, I know I want to go to the Walk of Fame. Yeah, and I'm like, and I would just get- say,
1: stay on the Hollywood Boulevard part unless you know you're going to some like if you're going to the Murder Museum and you need to turn down. I think it's on Vine or Highland. Um, mm-hmm. You know, do that. That's fine. But like, there's some random little streets that you know, unless you're in a group, don't do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. so in his speech for the occasion he said I'm grateful to have lived long enough to see the day where my queerness is no longer my liability but Mm -hmm. now it's my greatest superpower I'm grateful for the healing power of love I'm grateful that the universe has imbued me with the courage to dare to be audacious enough to stand firmly in my own humanity no matter how under attack it is now and has always been you know I heard a lot of things in my life. You're too black, you're too gay, too loud, too extra, too flamboyant. Homosexuality is an abomination. You're an abomination. You'll you will never be blessed. And in honor of this world AIDS day cuz he got his um star on December 1st. I'm grateful to stand in front of the world as an out loud and proud representation of what being black, queer and HIV positive looks like into 2022 he was diagnosed with hiv in 2007 and he just only recently started telling people that so um one i mind you for a lot of people and i'm included in this first time i would seen billy porter is pose however comma if you are someone who's ever seen the first wives club that is the first time you have heard billy porter because mm. there's a scene, where he's singing the song, Love Will Find the Way. That is him singing. He is on the First Wives Club soundtrack. Mm. So people have been, you've heard Billy Parter, but him. you didn't know that was him. But unless you're a theater buff, you've probably seen him before that.
1: Yeah, so I think Pose is also the first time, the first time I've seen him where I knew his name. Mm-hmm. I do remember seeing him pop up on Pose and going, oh, that's somebody... Why do I know that face? Mm-hmm. And because I think he did a couple independent films here and there. And so I think his face has been places mm-hmm. where, but where I didn't associate him with who he is mm-hmm. now. Now, of course, I can't not associate him with who he is because he's Billy Porter now. Um, but yeah, he's, I, the, he's the Billy Porter. Mm-hmm. And uh, i am I mean, I'm excited because knowing like in the way that his life mirrored somewhat the character in Mm Pose, you know, being there through the start of the HIV um, pandemic, the AIDS pandemic. And like that, that's his story, right? Losing Mm -hmm. friends, constantly losing friends, constantly trying to keep it under wraps, trying to be as straight as possible for the sake of jobs and work and things like that. And then Mm -hmm. now to be able to be just like out and loud and, and unapologetic, it, it, it may even for an older, you know, a middle-aged queer person like myself too,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: knowing that I won't necessarily watch this person waste away and die because of their queerness Mm -hmm. uh, is important to me. And, you know, and I don't deal with nearly the same type of stuff that as a queer person that he has had to deal with, but knowing his existence has come to that place. Uh, mm. makes a lot of room for a lot of people f- to follow him, you know?
0: Yeah. It's so yeah. I-, I think it's great to see someone HIV positive thriving as opposed to, oh my gosh, they're not going to live and everybody just going, yeah, the only representation of someone who is doing wonderfully with right. HIV is magic Johnson.
1: And yeah, and that's the thing is because, like, uh, you think it makes you think that only it's only Magic Johnson because he's got Magic Johnson money. Mm -hmm. But in my real life, in my outside meat space life, I know some people who have been living with HIV for 10, 15, 20 years Mm -hmm. and and are undetectable in in that
2: in that they would
1: get a test and they wouldn't be detectable. Right. But they still take their medicines they still do all the procedures that Mm -hmm. they have to do um, but they're healthy they're thriving but they do but the the fact of the matter is they'll need to disclose it if they're having you know sex with people just in case like all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. like it's a reality of their life but the magic johnson thing makes you feel like that's the reason why he's been able to um be undetectable and it sounds so crazy because we watched if we grew up in the 80s we watched people just drop like flies Yeah. And and it's it is actually the fact of the matter that there are people living with HIV that are completely healthy, thriving individuals out in the world. And if we don't get to see them, we're going to keep thinking Michael Michael uh, Magic Johnson is the only one that can, you know. Right I, so I think that's important, and you know Billy Porter's got Billy Porter money now, but I mean he I don't think he's got Magic Johnson money, but he's got Billy <laughs> Porter money, and uh but that you know, but that's not it doesn't mean that he can't be affected, you know, so it's important to see him being healthy and um living his life in a big way
0: for Absolutely. other people that
1: are out there, and the other thing is you know people still getting this shit, correct, <laughs> like you still gotta you still gotta disclose you still gotta be careful and um just like everybody thinks COVID is gone people have thought that you know you don't catch HIV and AIDS anymore because you don't see it as much on in media and I think you should
0: yeah yeah it's like oh child like no it's it's still here it's just medicine has got better Medicine's donations better. researchers there's it's a like, fucking vaccine you know correct like, it's like if you were like, oh, finally it's a vaccine. Mm -hmm. And I think when you associate something like HIV and then you think, and then people who have lived long enough, they were like alive in the eighties and -hmm. they go, sometimes it kind of feels bittersweet. It's like, man, I wish this was for X amount of people that I have lost. That's like, oh my goodness. So my mom was an EMT. And so in the eighties, she was an EMT and This is that was part of the reason why she really liked Pose. She's like Stephanie. That's literally how it was. That is how it it was. It felt really realistic for her, and she's like, it was very realistic for her because she's like, we didn't really know, you know. It's like it, but it's like because my mom is in her sixties, so she's like, this is how it was, and it's like that's how much of assholes people were because people didn't understand. But then it's like you're an EMT, so I think there was a couple of scenes where like you looked at how they treated people in hospitals with it mm-hmm. right? literally wouldn't want to come in their rooms to sleep their food on the floor at the door. Yeah, it's like, so yeah. how are they supposed to get it girl? you got to bring it? And they wouldn't. And she's like, Nope, that's literally how they acted. Having to like, she's like, you won't get the smell out of your nose of it's having so- to go pick people up. I said, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so we, we, my mom had a friend that, um, we, we would watch him deteriorate and then somehow he would get better and then he would deteriorate again and get better uh, and stuff like that. And um, and for many, to, to the point that when it got to be like near 20 years of him living with it, we were just like, how the fuck is he still alive? Because he he was always teetering on the brink versus like someone like what Magic Johnson or Billy Porter looks like now where they're you know out there thriving and stuff like that. He always uh-huh. seemed to be on the brink, but there were noticeable things that you... It stuck with me so much that even the mm-hmm. way that I approached my sexuality was always thinking about him, what I saw, how he smelled, how, like, just what would happen with him just sitting there, you know, like, different, different experiences like it's so stuck in my head that you know like i'm not a i've never been casual about fucking like i i i get that paper before i do anything like i'm not gonna meet you and be spontaneous i'm gonna get that paper i'm gonna ask you a whole bunch of questions you know and even as a poly person you know i got my rules and guidelines about how i approach sex, sex with new people um because Mm -hmm. of it i've broken my rule for somebody one time or Mm -hmm. not one time for one person and luckily nothing you know nothing happened and stuff like that but i um the fear that I lived with while waiting for my tests, you know, after, after that, like I, mm -mm, nope, I grew up growing up in the age that I grew up in around the queer people that I grew up around. No, 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 no.
2: Mm. no,
1: mm -mm. And to not even see it from the medical perspective, but literally just like, Mm. sometimes we had to look after him because sometimes he didn't have a place to go, you know, mm -mm, I would never, never Mm-mm, put people ever. out like that like the way people i mean and you people. you can't be surprised because you saw how people treated covid you know
0: right and that's the thing too. for her it's like when it started the pandemic she's like this reminds me of that because mm-hmm. that's how people it's just like it was just like people just dying it's like you it's like you may talk to someone who's like oh yeah i've lost and i had a friend of mine tell me like 30 something people that he lost from covid in really? one year that he just knew wasn't all family damn. just people that he just knew. people I'm like yeah that's a lot of people when you think about in a span of a year yeah it's like that is just yeah anybody who's like able to be like basically who lived through like the AIDS epidemic I mean hell go back further it's kind of like you live through these kind of things and it's like oh this is like you don't want history repeating yourself about like have we learned nothing and it's like god damn I know we have so people. many models, <laughs> right? It's like have we not learned anything?
2: I'm like, oh, this, girl. I'm
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't see y'all gonna make me go down this pepperoni pizza hill. But okay,
2: next I mean, story. Yes. Next oh story yes. Low-key. I don't
1: huh. remember
0: that one. Okay,
1: no, huh. I know, I know that I always throw you off of your list, and you never make it through your list with me. So I'm gonna shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: shut up. It's like we we. I sound like Zach Levi. Uh, exactly, I like. I know this man. Very tangential. I feel like for him, it's like if I asked the, him to be on the show, it'd be like we had forty-five minutes. We'd be here for three hours because he want to talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so next in low key, this is not low key because it's like it's more die. But for right now, um, a eighty-two-year-old Alabama grandmother says she was told not to cry as they are after they arrested her for not paying her trash bill. <sighs> so before you ask yes she was <clears throat> mm-hmm. and again before you ask where yes it was the mm-hmm. south so an 82 year old woman in alabama was arrested for failing to pay her trash bill martha louise minefield a longtime resident of valley alabama was arrested on sunday after she failed to make payments for her trash service for the months of june july and august <sighs> code enforcement attempted to contact minfield minefield they literally spelled her name two different ways in the same article, several times and issued a citation in August that advised her to appear in court on September 7th, police said. A warrant from Minefield's arrest was subsequently issued after she failed to appear in court per officials. Minefield, however, told local news outlet CBS 42 that she was surprised when police officers came to her home on Sunday to arrest her. The singer told the outlet that she had never received any notice to appear in court and that she thought the bill, I'm gonna say the amount at the end, had already been paid because her trash pickup was never suspended. I was upset because I didn't know why they would come and arrest me. Minefield told CBS 42 that she asked the officers, how would you feel if they came and arrested your grandmama after she, and I know she said grandmama just like that, after she he placed handcuffs on her and told her not to cry. I'm just happy my grandkids weren't here to see that. That would have upset them. I was so ashamed and it's been bothering me. In the press release, Police Chief Reynolds defended the arrest by saying Minefield was treated with respect. While our officers can use their discretionary judgment on certain matters, the enforcement of an arrest warrant issued by the court and signed by a magistrate is not one of them, Reynolds said in the statement. Ms. Minefield was treated respectfully by our officers in the performance of their duties and was released on a bond as prescribed by the violation field was released on bond after spending a short amount of time being processed at Valley Police Department, according to the police statement. I was in a little cage-like thing at the police station. I said, y'all put me in this cage. Y'all ought to be ashamed of yourself. Now, the reason why I said the, I'm going to hold the amount to the end, because you're listening to it, it's like, oh, my God. I'm like, they will arrest you if you don't come and pay for your trash pickup. Her bill for three months was $77.80. Seven seven, and the amount it going
1: to cost her because of the arrest and because you know posting uh-huh. bond and all that other kind of shit. Uh-huh.
0: Seventy-seven dollars. Now, you know, we just you know it's after election day, and we talk about laws. And I have been on this little soapbox, and when it comes to laws and how, I'm like, do realize that when it comes to laws for black and brown areas. They will literally say, "I have to enforce it." They will find laws to Mm -hmm. throw our asses in jail. Mm -hmm. This woman is 82 years old. You issued an arrest warrant for seventy-seven dollars. I was like, "Bitch, I will cash app her seventy-seven dollars." You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: there's so many other ways. Like, if you were willing to send the police out which has a cost, hours, you know, yeah. hourly wages, all this other kind of stuff. You could have actually just sent like m- maybe she couldn't get a hold. Like maybe she didn't see the mail. Maybe the mail got missed or whatever you could have sent. You could actually just sent out a represent. You could do this all over the South. Send out a representative to the old people who probably don't use the Internet and just be like, hey, I'm not sure if you're aware that your bill is fucking due. Past due? Are you able to make payment? Can we set you up in a payment plan? Like something that you could go to their door, even to do, uh, that would cost less and get the job done than it's going to cost taxpayers and her for so them to so send somebody out to, to arrest her.
0: I'm like, you're, called, you're you're telling her to come to court for seventy, bitch. I will give her seventy-seven dollars, and she was just like, I didn't know it was an issue because y'all didn't suspend my service because for a lot of people she may have be of that age that oh shit this is a problem because my service stopped got i guess off. i need right. to pay this y'all yeah. didn't do that so it was like girl also it's 77 there has got to be a dollar amount but like again, the
1: 77 is not gonna break the the trash company
0: like it really just there came off time. like by principle and before like because as soon as i heard this story i'm like because I, I saw it on, you know, microwave news media, a.k.a. Twitter. And the first time I saw it, I went, I know for a fact this woman is Black. I already know. You yeah. don't even have to tell me. And as soon as I found it, I'm like, yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, prove me wrong, bitch. Prove me wrong. And usually I'm not proven wrong. That's some yeah. BS. I was like, girl, she's eight. What do you think she's going to do? Leave town? It's was like, uh, what do you think she's going to do? run out on you Oh all shut up mm. so i have also, not seen any money updates. is made
1: up as far like yeah, the older, I, the older I get the older the more i think like we made all this shit up, to up. we, we could have been chilling
0: currency.
1: in the savannah somewhere like we, we could, could have, have just been bartering been chilling. We, could we
0: could have, have been a bartering system
1: not but even we make, make like, this shit up and then punish money. people
0: yes i can't
1: it's fucking
0: like, stand come it come on it's like we just made this completely up
1: we made it up it doesn't it's not a real thing
0: it's not and it's just this is just awful <laughs> um now we're sliding into the mid key again something else awful so danny masterson for everybody who doesn't remember he was on that 70s show they're coming out with that 90s show i'm on the fence about that you weird effects, weird it's
1: kind of weird because like, eh, like the, the trailer didn't move me, you know? No, it, that didn't work. But also when you think about it like that 70s show started in the 90s mm-hmm. and you're thinking of the 70s even though I was born in the 70s, you're thinking of the 70s as a long time ago. So and, really and the tw- and like it was only 20 years back, so at the time, but that 90s show like I was only 20 years ago also to get to the end of it, that, like, it's yeah. weird.
0: It's, it's weird. Like, yeah. like, I'm on the fence about that. In full disclosure, I'm on the fence about the Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm like, I'm on the fence. i have already it involves upset about that. My, right. It's like, it's involving the fourth best white Chris in Hollywood. The fourth um, <laughs> He's number oh, four. Oh, I snorted. I he's in snort. the top four. And he is damn near four. Okay. He's the four. Um, But down. I will say, child, He's, he's, he's just troublesome but i'm not on the fence about the new guardians of the galaxy movie it looks kind of good and yeah. also can't believe i'm saying this the transformers movie too i was like you know what i'm saying because like I was such a I'm big kidding. Transformers
1: fan as a kid that I have yes! been excited that this was existing the whole time, even though it's Michael Bay and even though Mark Wahl- Wahlberg was in one of them and even though Shia LaBeouf was in them. Like Hello. I get disappointed every time, but I'm always excited to see the actual Transformers themselves. But this fucking trailer, bringing oh me the God. bringing me the fucking Beast Wars,
0: bringing me like I said, I'm so uh, excited. I am so every fucking excited. Time. I'm like fuck you, Transformers, because they. I don't think Let's they've see. had a bad trailer. Bad movies, yes. Bad trailers, the, no. The trailers
1: have always been great, but the, this trailer has got me trailers. so fucking I was hyped.
0: like, We're getting a new Transformers. How did I not know this? I'm like, I'm about to call Brandon. How fuck? How the fuck did you not tell me that we're getting a new Transformers movie? I'm like, I'm, I'm so excited. here for this Super Mario. Yeah.
1: Did you hear Man, the clip of him saying "Let's Let's Go"? Like his "Let's Go." Have you heard that? Uh,
0: I heard that, and I was like, bye. Uh, sidebar, these Sonic the Hedgehog movies are not terrible. I kind of like them. There are. Idris right. Elba is my sexy British He is my British crumpet. I love this man. <laughs> I crumpet. am, when I tell you, I'm like, <laughs> y'all making Knuckles British is super odd to me. <laughs> it's like, I, but we don't have, well, I mean, we don't have no voices for them, so I guess it's fine. But right. It doesn't, kinda, literally doesn't matter. Like, I shouldn't be upset because it's not like Sonic fucking talks in the damn
2: yeah
1: game. We didn't, ha- we didn't have any frame of reference, so it's
0: legit. No, it's not like, a problem. Okay, it's like and the thing about this, I kind of like the movies. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was about. It's like, look, video game movies are like. I yeah, yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I like <laughs> I liked Knuckles. Knuckles made me excited.
0: I was like, um, I was like, I want to i'm gonna say nope i can't say nothing nasty i can't say nothing nasty today. why
1: can't you say oh. nothing nasty did you take it off for, like for the month or something no i did <laughs> see let me
0: tell y'all give it up for lint let Lent. me tell y'all something <laughs> i made you sad for lint she's such an ass okay so let me tell y'all something when literally this person that i'm recording with is the only person that's called me thirsty and i know for a fact she does not mean it in a way. i completely she do it like, with no, love it's my no, favorite like, thing no
2: Pay
0: that
2: nasty shit, bitch. Say the fit. Right. Say
0: the that's belt. what I pay the t- ticket price for. Oh, <laughs> Oh. Sorry. Um, yeah, because I'm sitting here like eater's elbow, I swear. I would, I would it, literally what I would sit on his face at least four times a day. It, it, I'm it, sorry, you you are you do done on your Zoom me. call? Okay, great. Let me sit back down. Also, your um your your nemesis, your Chris Nemesis. Um, there's a picture going around of him nice cloth salt and pepper beard it looks like he was at a comic-con right Um, and i was like that man is so fine like what are we doing he is unplugged he looks like seriously on saturdays we would go to the goddamn (laughs) farmers markets (laughs) <laughs> go out there go get shit for bone broth and every fucking vegetable and fruit and get he would, he would send a sec- servant
1: to the farmer's market oh my
0: god please oh my god <laughs> you're ruining my sex fantasy because we go to the farm market in the in the morning and he would be fucking me all afternoon and then on sunday we would drink tea i
1: will say the that
0: the trailer for the Dungeons and
1: dragons movies got me excited and he's in that and I have thought of him as a good actor in some things. like I thought he was good in the first and second Star Trek movie I Mm. I I think he he's going to be good in this uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dragons. it's just that I it's just that I know him I know I don't know him but I know the I know the real life version because Mm. of working in the film industry so like there's 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 some people I have either met worked with or know people who have worked for them and, you know, once you hear some stories or once you see them in action, sometimes it's hard to watch them afterwards. And he's one of those yeah. that's hard for me to watch. It's hard for me to suspend my knowledge.
0: I know. But y'all, she does not fuck up my sex fantasies about this man. <laughs> Chris, I am a pine nut. I know I you a my pine truth. nut. I'm
1: allergic to pine nuts, like legit in real life. <laughs> so there you go.
0: <laughs> that is so funny. You know what? there is yeah um <laughs> short and dirty version of this because i'm skipping him because fuck him danny masterson's trial ended in a mistrial because the jury was deadlocked that does not mean he's this, innocent y'all it's like fuck you so what the I, shit it was like deadlocked
1: what the hell is happening here and you see how many iterations of the vote that they had and like when they had to switch out alternates and so it went it like it went from
0: because of mostly male to
1: mostly to half and half women and
0: like the the breakdowns Mm -hmm. for each vote bro it's like just say that somebody from that thing that's alleging that they are a religion but not really because it's about worshiping alien bones um just say that they called and said if you don't do this we're gonna blow up your house allegedly
1: yeah no that's a fucking they're they're a scary institution i was Um, like
0: how what yeah so when y'all are doing that shit about because yeah apparently um that man who likes the jello pudding and is in the whole jail he got new people coming forward um so y'all were like new what people about are coming five, forward now five people bitch and they were are five. you serious i didn't even know small roles on the cosby show so this is all yeah. still alleged it's people and they're showing people like oh these are people who are extras on that show one woman said she woke up allegedly woke up and he was on top of her. And I say, girl, what? So when y'all were doing that, what about Harvey Weinstein? Baby, the person you should be talking about, is, what about Danny Masterson? Because yeah. then I'd be like, well, okay. Because yeah, what the fuck that like? Like, fuck him. Um, so next person, let me, let me, I'm of two minds of this only because, and this is the only because, um, I don't think this is what y'all, this is not what y'all think it is. So back in 2021, um, Gabrielle did Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union Wade, a uh, hus- uh, wife of Dwayne Dwayne Wade, stepmother. Dwayne. Of you have had Ziya beef Wade. with the
1: way his name has been spelled forever. Girl, I
0: had no idea. And the said Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade I'm like, why are y'all spelling his name wrong? They're like, that's not. How, that's how his <laughs> name is spelled. We didn't. We didn't misspell shit. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> I was like okay Dwayne but I kind of like him so when he started standing up for his trans daughter who was and you did not treat her like shit I'm like all right you're Dwayne no that's fine um so uh Dwayne and uh Gabrielle's Dwayne's daughter Gabrielle's stepdaughter had seemingly her own nemesis in Lucy Badass
1: in a grown he, fucking man
0: it's like this is a grown man who fled a house and i can't even stress this enough um flat out had a a sex worker sa his, his son and nephew and nephew yeah and which is was, the only
1: reason why i know who this person is i legit do not know why he's famous i don't know what the thing is that
0: the only he, thing he, i know he, him he made about a song with the beats he made wipe me down it's like it's a, it's a fun party song and i'm like i could look here
1: so was he a singer or a ra- like no, no he's was a he? rapper he is how made you say what was he (laughs) like legit i i don't know how but i this man has escaped my entire the only reason i know about him is because of the sexual assault that he signed up for for his child and his nephew and then subsequent the complaints about gay people so i i don't know anything about him but this
0: it drives me crazy that he's so funny because and this and I'm not gonna say it sounds bad because it doesn't sound bad but it's kind of like unfortunate um the only thing I knew about Nipsey Hussle is about the um his Instagram post and his interview on The Breakfast Club I didn't know he was a um rapper that regionally people really go up for and they still do Um, don't
1: trip because I'm from LA and I didn't know about him until he was killed
0: yikes see I don't know how I don't just say yikes but it's just kind of (sighs) like
1: I kept my
0: Everybody, life small for the clearly, last 10 you years. Know and, I... You know, that makes me think about the fact that it's kind of like, when you think about people who do good or do stuff to, for the betterment of our people, mm. please know they're probably going to be a little, at least a little bit problematic. Not a, even a lot or a little. And his stance I mean, all of us have low. A, a stance Correct. at a minimum
1: that is Correct. problematic. Correct. For sure. Correct.
0: So um. it's kind of like,
3: I'll be yeah, honest, like,
1: I I stay in my eras music, so I don't listen to that many people outside of my era anymore. And that's why I miss Nipsey. <laughs> um, but right, also it's like I didn't know, but boozy, also I'm somebody
0: who I don't listen to like a lot of rap music. And if I listen to the newer ones, it's literally the women. It's all the women I listen yeah, to the like, rap girls. 100 percent
1: Yeah. I listen to the I listen to the women now. I I couldn't tell you any new men really. I didn't yeah, know who I, the guy was that shot Megan until after.
0: But I've still uh, never heard anything a lot, that he's and the done. the part about it is a lot of people who are like, I got to stick up for him. Tell me five Tory Lane songs. Quickly, give me five. Mm-mm. You probably couldn't name two. I can't name I one. I can't name one.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like, but if you're a fan, I'm like, you know, sorry to this man. I am so sorry. Um, I'm that, not. He, she shot Megan. Uh, I'm so sorry that I don't know your man. And he's um, probably regionally famous, but he did not have the impact of a Nipsey
1: right yeah I'm just saying it was like uh, what the thing is after he died I realized oh oh that's a Nipsey thing oh that's a Nipsey thing (laughs) like there was stuff like that that happened like um, people
0: have like the marathon flag in their bio like the marathon continues yeah yeah and stuff like, like
1: that like i didn't
0: really I, I don't get the reference because i don't listen to the hippity hops but i also the hippity hops and-
1: I listen, <laughs> like, like- i'll i be honest in terms of new music where rap is mm-hmm. concerned i listen to japanese rap and french rap so i don't know what to tell y'all um,
0: I pro- you know what french rap probably is sexy as hell it can be it can be see. okay so <laughs> the A- old uh interview clip and it was on tiktok tiktok is the place that will unearth things from like five years ago like girl where TikTok. the hell have you been seriously yeah. where the hell have you been <laughs> um so i think uh gabrielle was asked about you know the whole thing because literally i feel like boosie is like the north remembers. members fuck y'all i'm gonna keep talking about this because it's my business i'm like girl it, it truly He is was not- the
1: one that got booted off of instagram i kept asking for um
0: he wanted Mark, Mark Zuckerberger. Mark Zuckerberger. <laughs> Zuckerberger um, that's like, right. That's but him. Sir, okay. You're asking yeah, yeah, yeah. for women to literally show their pussy on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram. Not only fans, not like your own like little place of worship. Not literally, behind a paywall. Not behind a paywall. You are literally asking people to do this on Instagram. And I'm like, sir, don't you, don't you have a home? Aren't you a rapper? Can't you go get some pussy? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, um, can, can you leave us alone, please? And I mean this. Please go to hell. So she did an interview in 2021, and the clip has come out saying you're a little too invested in, you know, Dick, which okay, girl. So <laughs> because she was on, yeah, she was speaking with Jamel Hill, and I'm sitting here like, y'all, I, I get it. Um,
1: I get it.
0: It's like, the way she said it, um, he's so preoccupied. It's almost like thou protests of too much, little boost. You got a lot of dick on your mind. Let's throw that out there. Um, and, I, and I do, and I it, get it, but I hate this movie. Right, because when she said, it's like Zaya Little, Nex- little Nas X live in his head, rent free. Sir, is there something you want to go ahead and tell us? This is a safe space. We can be your sanctuary. I just... Uh...
1: It's disappointing, Because it's still it's still saying to the world at large that there is something off about being gay. And that's why it can be so funny. It's it happens in politics a lot, too, where, like, you know, Leslie Graham talks too hard about, you know, being anti-gay and he's got that little effeminacy going on. So he must be gay. Like, yeah, he might be. But that's not that's not for us to be. It's really. And it's not the reason That they need That's to be not- out there talking about it so much, you know, like, I mean, I guess you could make an argument that everybody does a version of this. Like, I mean, you hear how often I talk about not being interested in the pale faces. And yet I'm a, I'm a half of one. Technically, I just didn't <laughs> I just didn't grow up with any of them. So I don't know that, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't have that existence. So like you can make an argument that like anything that bothers you about yourself is the thing you talk about. Like that is I get I get it. You get it. I don't like the move, especially when it comes to gay people, because it's still saying that there's something wrong about being queer.
0: And it's still it's a joke. It's still a joke. Yeah. Or it's like, like, oh, it's like you're doing this because you are. I'm like, or he could be just a hateful asshole because, you know, he He could just be, you know, he responded. So, yeah, he has asked Union to leave him alone he did in a lengthy twitter rant <clears throat> how dare you challenge a ghetto hero's manhood you wrong smh i did don't have time himself... for... girl i, I don't <laughs> know who what himself... ghetto man's what ghetto I mean, hero what ghetto, he ghetto hero? i want to know what ghetto he's talking about right you wrong <laughs> smh i don't have time for this i'm trying to have peace in my life and stay alive um he then also <laughs> went on to allege that Union's husband Dwayne, R- I'm sorry, I'm always called Dwayne, but I like him, loves Dick. Adding, hope you don't think black couples look at y'all like a power couple. They don't go bang him with that dildo and wait on a script, you little white girl. This is why I'm like, yeah, fuck him for that. You know what? what? I, it's like, girl, two wrongs don't make a right, and I'm just saying, like, who's worse, him? And I'm kind of like, you go. At first, it's like, how dare you? It's like, uh first of all, if Gabrielle straps up Dwayne,
1: who the fuck cares? Also, that but, don't make him gay. But also, I I wouldn't mind. But okay. who the fuck cares? <laughs> if that's what oh people do, do in you their have bedroom, a pegging
0: list because I have.
1: One. I you know, it's weird because I don't and I do.
0: Mm.
1: You know, like it's not like a it's not a thing for me. Like, oh, pegging, yeah. pegging, 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 or whatever.
0: Yeah, that being it's said, not like you just go, but it's like you ever seen a man there's Chris like an energy not associated list, that way. i'm
1: down for and it's weird mm-hmm. because between your show and old man wade show i'm on record about being pro pegging in a way that i don't i didn't realize about that in my real life you mm-hmm. know it's just like i said something and i'm like oh i do kind of think that
0: so it's not like it's you would a think thing. if it's like your size just for right i'm like no team no shade oh like this is completely honest I would love to peg Jason Momoa. One, because I would want to in his hair. He seems two, gully, though. He seems like he, he'd be gully for it. I'm just saying. He, like, Here's the thing. I would thing. like to be with somebody who's, like, beautiful and also seem like, I'm sorry, I would want to peg someone with long hair. That's how I feel.
1: I see. I see. I see. Okay. In What's my sad? case, my whole deal is, like, I like people who are enthusiastic about healthy, consensual
2: mm-hmm. sex mm-hmm. being
1: wild. like e- they, Like, they can be as wild as they want to be or as tame as they want to be but everybody's mm-hmm. on board for it like mm-hmm. i i'm more i am more impressed by a heterosexual male who is comfortable mm-hmm. with with ass play pegging rimming, whatever i have more respect for that
0: oh, I refuse type ass, of person
1: <laughs> than a person that would be like no nah, no nah, never Unless mm. like unless they were traumatized by it, and like if they were traumatized by something I'm like I get it okay fine I, I have mm-hmm. my traumas too I understand why you wouldn't want to do it but if you're just right. like a regular straight person straight dude and you've never had anything um you know like non consensual happen and all that kind of stuff and you're just like I like sex I like to be pleasured I like to pleasure
0: so there's I'll take I'll take a strap right. I have full I know and there's a spot and if you hit it right. De- right. We're off to the races. So. Right. So I like they don't, like,
1: I, I, don't like, make you buy either. So. It don't make you. Yeah. It doesn't make you anything. It's just legit. Just six. Like, it's just it's just it, it's it just really
0: sex. is. I so if they, they
1: do here, that, that, that would movie. be fine. fine. Well, because of right. what he said. Um, yeah. if they did that it would be fine as, as it would be no to me it would be no shade to Dwayne it would be just like right. that's a dope ass couple and I'm already mm-hmm. I'm already on board for them right like they're they're hella cute together mm-hmm. they got the whole thing with um, the sassy little baby girl who who don't seem to have any time for Gabriella she's hilarious child and shady the <laughs> baby
0: is becoming a shady little girl and she's so cute she's so funny and, then, and like then- every time I see Zaya I'm just like this is what she was supposed to be and you're just like this is what she's supposed to be and like people are being so weird about her and And it's like how can you look at a father supporting their child and you're like that makes you soft it's like this is how I know y'all think your kids are property and y'all don't know what unconditional love is it's like would this be his choice no
2: why but It's it?
0: not his life. It's not his choice. The only thing that she asked him to do is literally don't get in my way. And instead of just not just not, not getting in her way, he's like, No, I'm going to help I'm you. I'm going to
1: cheerlead. Yeah. Like- I'm
0: going to cheer you. I'm going to give you what you need. And I knew and for me, I noticed how quiet the mother was. I'm like, cause she's not on board with this. Well, and showing So yeah, show enough, saw, yeah show she never came out. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of knew that already, because you had been so Quiet, I'd been wondering
1: that I was like, What's up with the mother? Like, and then I just kind of right, because I was on. like,
0: She's probably quiet because, and there, I think people were trying to say it's because of custody. I'm like, That don't mean anything because there's a lot of like single fathers who do not have they're not the custodial parent and they still own their kids' lives, so that's you not know what it. I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, No, 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 she's not on board with this, she's not on board this with is it. how I can tell. And but, at least,
1: yeah. at least they have the privilege in their financial situation to mm-hmm. take care of what they you know what needs to be done to keep her safe you know um it's unfortunate whatever it is a deal with the mother and all that other kind of stuff or whatever but all i am think
0: you would want it, both of your parents there yeah especially when they're both physically here
2: when
1: they're supposed yeah right and, and for like, me all i see is a family that is in support of a child and it doesn't matter to me that that mother is not her biological mother but she is her mother, you know. Right she's, to she's just be there. in
0: her corner, and I, it's like I don't think she's like pro Zayway just because she's married to Dwayne. I feel like that's just how she would be. Yeah, because in some ways, Gabrielle Union has grown the fuck up. Because literally, everybody heard what she was about. Gabrielle Union is was she like spicy talking to Jamel Hill? Yeah, it's like is it problematic her statement? Yeah, <clears throat> it's towards Boosie. I'll allow it next case you know it's, like, it, oh, it is kind, kind of that this. like it is kind yeah. of that it's who I, it is I'm <laughs> like they're like why are you just going to be okay I'm like because this person literally has been talking cash money shit when Dwayne Dwayne way look like he will punch a bitch in his face I feel like that's the other part right in, like in person he will beat this man's ass he's on site and I don't blame him he's like you mean to tell me if somebody's like cost can't cash money shit can't keep his fucking your fu- my fucking kid out his mouth and I yeah. see his ass oh baby we also closer. you're Come a grown man
1: what are you doing spending any amount of time talking about Sir, another man's child 40.
0: please go to this like imaginary yeah. ghetto where you're the hero and put your cape on it yeah go there. be
1: a hero and leave, and this, leave ghetto, this child though, like, the fuck what? alone
0: yeah what ghetto are you the what That's so ridiculous I'm sorry is it a- does ghetto mean something different maybe People maybe, be it's, famous so maybe it's black slang i'm black maybe it's black slang that i don't know what it is maybe it means something else maybe ghetto mm. um maybe ghetto means house in my house i'm a hero i mean i feel like you <laughs> should be
1: yeah <laughs> I, don't, don't I don't know where he's from or anything like that i don't know if, if like he reps a set or some shit like i don't know any of that girl, kind of we, stuff where that person is concerned
0: it's like girl it's like wherever you go just go there it's like is it problematic yes i'll allow it next case yeah now let's hit high key okay. so wednesday today actually is not wednesday y'all um <laughs> but uh the show wednesday i heard rumblings of it i did not watch like the sabrina show i should go watch it now because it's available and i, I watched
1: watch some of it but i couldn't get i couldn't get into the whole thing. okay because so I, I, I didn't mix
0: things watching. about when um about clo- I'm saying Clarissa. Now I kind of want to Clarissa explains it all reboot, do. But the, <laughs> um, Sabrina is like people who liked it, loved it. But then I didn't hear, I don't know. Maybe it was just the way I was listening to it. So Wednesday I was like, oh, okay. So for Thanksgiving, because that's the day, I think it came out like the Wednesday before. It came out the
1: Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah.
0: So I was like, oh, okay. So it's kind of like I was cooking, you know, Thanksgiving's my cooking Super Bowl. I actually like to cook. And I actually got to cook at my mom's house. So it was on. I turned it on. I'm like, this show is fucking good. Like, I can't believe this. Cause I was like, when you thought about like, how y'all gonna do a show just about Wednesdays? Like she's part of the Adams family. And now it's kind of like, I didn't kind of really notice that they weren't really there. But as as, as a character, A-pole,
1: she's the one that could stand on her own.
0: I think that's very true. Cause it's like Pugsley is like, girl, I guess. Um, yeah. Uncle Fester, yeah. Fester, it's you like, could
1: have Fester adventures, but not necessarily like, with Fred, like, Fred Armin.
0: Carry- yeah. Him, his that, sister was very is a very interesting casting choice and I, I like their f-
1: relationship but i he's not he, he's not the guy i would have chosen necessarily
0: yeah it's no he's no christopher lloyd
1: lloyd right he's not as bad a casting choice as uh katherine zeta jones but um
0: <gasps> but That's uh, a, the casting is very as ad- the adam's family like i mean thing is like it's just a hand so it's like yeah. girl what the hell uh, yeah <laughs> but it's kind of like the choices of even Gomez I know a lot of people look at it like I'm like everybody's not fine as Raul Julia okay um but also I feel like
1: yeah like if you're gonna try to compete with Raul Julia fit,
0: and Angelica Houston yeah, no, you're not gonna, gonna not, not win it, it's not gonna happen I actually like Louise Guzman as Gomez I, I thought it was like because one is like guys uh uh <sighs> gomez is not like he is raul julia is raul julia god damn it yeah. it's like gomez is not supposed this tall suave sexy man it's like no he's not he's so always
1: like, shorter than than morticia yes! and stuff like that like he doesn't need to be he's a short king mm-hmm. he's a short Correct. King. he uh, is so it's the thing like, we need to care about is does he love his wife passionately that like Correct. that's the only thing we need to see
0: and it's yeah. kind of like it did come off like I would literally bleed myself for you. Yeah. I'm like, girl, what the hell is this? I like them. Catherine is a very interesting. Um, she was a very interesting casting for me, only because I feel like in this, it seemed very much brown Latinidad. And then there's Catherine Zeta Jones.
1: And, I mean, <laughs> and like, I, I know that everybody thinks she's a Latina. She is Welsh, people. She, she is a full ass Welsh white, white woman. She is she's from not Wales. A white Spaniard. Okay. She's not, yeah, she's not a, she's she's not a white Banderas. Spaniard. She's not a, Latin, a Latina. She is from Wales, and Wales is attached to England, the island. That, they are white people. She that, just That's has what I'm dark saying. It's
0: like you look at Luis, you look at Jenna Ortega, and you're kind of like. And Pugsley. Is. I don't know and what Pugsley, Pugsley is, but he's brown too. And Pugsley. And Dennis Fred Armisen, which it still kind of flows in the same. Vain, yeah, for like, Fred like, Armisen is Venezuelan.
1: Correct. So yeah. it's kind of
0: like I feel like this should have been more brown Latinidad, but it kind of like wasn't. were they
1: just looking for a, a woman ta- a woman with black just hair tall that's woman? taller like, than Gomez? Because like, like you could like... slap that same wig on any woman that's pale skinned. You know, like you could have done that.
3: Correct. Now.
1: If we're gonna go full Latina that, then I would have said, like, give me a Selma Hayek in Luis Guzmán, and that shit yeah.
0: was killed. Are you kidding me? Like the the sh- her shape are ridiculous. And that's the thing of- is
1: Morticia is sexy just standing, standing there. But that's there. her. That's and she her has a thing. nice
0: walk because it's like Angelica Houston yes. boots down, loved you- Angelica Houston in the movies as Morticia. She there had the look, no she had the better. eyes it's kind of like, no, I'm fine with this. So it's yeah. kind of like, you know, and what we've seen in Morticia, it has been white women just doing it, sure. or at least white women to our eyes. So right. when you're looking at this family, it's like, I thought I'm going to get more at brat- Brett. Oh, okay. I guess. I'm it's saying funny too, because Catherine doesn't
1: hide show. from the being cast as a, as a she Latina. Doesn't. She doesn't shy away from it at all. She-
0: does not that's her this that's is the lane I,
1: she found yeah this
0: is why i kind of like her as opposed to people who are brown latinas and then talking about i got put on these black roles and i didn't like it well bitch you should have sat your ass over there and, like, and, okay. and let them class the black women them, then yeah and let them cast the black women it's like baby and i like gina torres but i swear i'm like i need you not to be i need you to be gina torres and not gina rodriguez because you and her why all these let, let why do these, all these latinas named gina get on my goddamn nerves now i'm like gina, i'm trying to figure off. out which one's
1: gina torres i know which one's gina rodriguez gina, torres. Is.
0: gina rodriguez is a um afro latina who like they had a round table and she was talking about the difficulty yes. like i was typecast as a black woman and so she was in these black roles and she was like no one would cast me in like latina roles and i'm and the thing about this i'm like do you imagine how many black women oh yeah no that that's the one i
1: that's who i'm picturing but for some reason i was thinking somebody else for a second yeah no yeah so i'm like
0: why is it that every like like first is gina rodriguez who had a lot of smoke for black panther one but ain't said shit about wakanda forever i'm like let me yeah. tell you something she's yeah. been a problem though she's been a problem from jump. she say some problematic shit i'm like girl you ain't saying nothing about how we are literally lusting after we try to be sister wives of Agua <laughs> Poppy okay i'm like who the Papi. fuck is this man seriously who the fuck is he and he's like you, oh my god y'all love me um, you, you really have five. to start looking
1: at his actual interviews in mexico like in the spanish language ones because he is he he's naughty
0: oh my god yeah. i love it in mexico
1: like, he's naughty here oh, he's all like you know disney is paying my bills and stuff like that but in mexico
0: he's wild you, you only need to start only watching imagine those. i need, need to because i them. think people are like trying to show him thirst they said thirst tweets and it was literally the like most i'm like girl i've said worse and i don't try to be out there because y'all be in my fucking business when i be saying shit <laughs> um and it's like someone just said you're cute he's like oh and he had his tongue out i'm like yeah this man look yeah, like he would literally like go run around the block because i want to eat your puss but I, yeah. want it, I want some seasoning on my food. I'm going to tie He gives off that kind of energy. He knows. He and you wouldn't be like, it's like, mm-mm. This man looked like, <laughs> I would literally like choke me. He'd be like, I'm going to do it slow. And it's, it's like, fun. you watch all of these black people, black women, and then lusting after this man yeah. who I
1: love. <laughs> I, I, I feel I like love we have
0: not. I got to pause high key to talk about Wakanda forever. How much I'm like, nope, I'm not going to cry at this movie. My oh, please. I shut down my tear ducts. Oh, please. I'm like, it's cut down for the rest of the year. I come home and listen to, um, Rihanna song up. from the soundtrack, and I'm sitting here bawling in a ball of emotion, like, "Oh my god, oh yeah. my god, Chadwick not here. What are we doing?" Yeah. But yeah. the way that they handled it was probably the most beautiful thing because I remember, because you remember, like the talks about what we're gonna do. It's like yeah. they would either be damned if you do, and damned if you don't. If yeah, they I don't think you would have gotten hundred percent like, buy-in like i feel like even though i like alice hodge yes i do um i feel like y'all put him in this role. they're like "Uh uh-uh he ain't no chadwick boseman chadwick not here and that's not even close to fail so what do y'all want him to do if
1: i would have fan casted a replacement which we talked Mm. about on in comics for me it was Mm going to be john david washington
0: oh my god yes
1: he's it for me like if if you're going to give us t'challa black panther in a different universe because because they have said we're not going to do it in the six one six give mm-hmm. me John David Washington version. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. but I like I like what they're doing. I, I also I have changed my mind like it begin in beginning oh. when the when the when the mourning period was still really strong where like for day mm-hmm. I, I've never mourned someone I don't know harder than mm-hmm. the Chadwick. Um but when I was still in that I was like no you can't replace them and da you know it's too emotional. We needed them and blah blah blah. It, it took me a while to get to the part where it's like actually the symbolic aspect of t'challa is more important necessarily and i think chadwick would have probably wanted him to continue on as well so after that but but you know marvel had already made their statement they had already started working on the script and stuff like that so handling how they handled it i do agree with you like it was like the best way i think that they could have handled it given certain parameters one how do you deal with an off-camera death Two,
2: mm, how do you yes. deal with
1: Marvel saying they're not going to recast him? And then you don't want them to renege on that necessarily. Yeah. not going to recast him in the 616. And then three, you need, I think it was way more impactful and beautiful to allow us to watch all of those actors grieve on camera. Yeah. Even though they're grieving in their character roles. Like, I think we needed to see yeah. them mourn too, you know? Yeah. the way like, we were feeling, the way they were feeling. Um, yeah. Given those parameters, I think they did exactly it was the a, best thing that they could have done.
0: It was so beautiful. And it was like, literally not what I expected because it really was handled in such a beautiful way where it wasn't like, that wasn't the heavy overshadowing of the movie. Like where this right. movie is a whole memorial to Chadwick Boseman. It's a whole memorial to memorial to T'Challa yeah. it literally is like to see like see the different parts of grief as someone who is grieving it's like yeah baby this is very real I'm like well sure he said I would burn this world to the ground I'm like yeah yeah I can understand that and, and so, to understand Queen Ramonda it's like no I can understand that too and as much as I love Okoye and mm-hmm. I'm like girl I get it you bleed for that what, I had not watched when after he passed, because the only other person that I grieved really hard, somebody I don't even know, a famous person, was Whitney Houston. Because mm-hmm. I grew up on her music. She like when she passed, like a radio station here was playing her music by the third song. I was in my bedroom bawling. I'm oh, like, really? I can we are never gonna have another voice like this. Ever. I'm like, y'all gonna leave Whitney, y'all gonna leave Nippy alone. Mm-hmm. literally leave my bitch from Jersey alone. First of all, a bitch from Jersey should beat your ass, okay? <laughs> it's like leave like the mem- leave the memory of Whitney alone. It's like there's never going to be another Whitney Houston. Yeah. Ever. So, it's like to watch how they just cuz one, this is why I'm so glad and I still like her as a um as a director. I'm so glad only because he's been really good with this, that Ava DuVernay said no to Black Panther and said, I can't do it. Let Ryan do it. And it was like, huh? And it was like, huh? And I'm so glad she said, and it's not because, the thing about it is, like, you do a big budget Marvel movie. They gave this man a blank check to bring Black Panther to the film. And a yeah. lot of people would not step aside to do that. They're like, yeah. no, are you kidding me? This is, a, this is MCU, baby. It's going to launch me yeah and he she was like no let him do it I don't have time or I don't think I'm the best person to do it and to watch Ryan who seemingly is just literally like a nigga from Oakland making yeah. movies that's just how he acts and the way he said it is like we just want to do something good because he didn't tell us and that's okay it's like yeah. imagine if he had told everybody we all knew that and they're yeah. like you don't think it, you want to recast somebody? Because, I mean, you know, he going through chemo, girl. He can't be keeping up with that. Right. He was doing all of this and still film Bland Panther and nobody didn't know. Him. And it's like, yeah. that, that says a lot. Because the thing about it is, it's like, it would be a hindrance of him because everybody's like, oh, you think you can't do it? That's probably what happened to Bruce Willis, too. How long was he dealing with this before he said, they're like, oh, we're going to have to do something because he can't do nothing now. Like, how long was he? Bruce making- Willis? Bruce will something happened like he has like some kind of debilitating disease.
1: Oh, does he? so he had
0: to retire from acting.
1: I saw that he retired, um, but I didn't realize it was because he was sick. And
0: it was just like, how long has he been dealing with this? And it's like Chris Hemsworth is saying, he has some kind of genetic trait where yeah, after while, he, he's both going sides to
1: stop. of his family has right. uh, Alzheimer's. Yeah, so he he he, he has doing
0: something preemptive, and it's like, what if we not like, what if he just say, I can't do this anymore? He's like, let he, me like take a break after this since the time of family, before I forget them. It's like, that's what I heard. And I'm like, because yeah. it's just in my brain. It's not, y'all, that's not exactly what he said. But that's all I no, heard. No, right. Is like,
1: that's, that's the vibe. Yeah, because he, he basically has a genetic mark- marker on both sides of his family. Mm-hmm. So he hits both of them where it's ba- it's not saying you have Alzheimer's right now. It's saying you more than any other person on the planet has a likelihood of getting it. it. Yeah, yeah, you're predisposed. So he's like, I'd ra- I rather you know give my family me mm-hmm. now before yeah. who knows because he doesn't have it doesn't happen at any time but he you know he keeps himself healthy and stuff like that i think the way they handled it, it, this is here's what i this is my love letter to ryan i think in in this mm-hmm. moment is that in the marvel universe in in the comic books cancer mm-hmm. is the only thing people don't come back from yeah like you know, characters die, characters get murdered, and they revamp, they usually come back alive even in the same continuity. So it's not, like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's a reboot of mm-hmm. continuity, but some t- but usually it's, like, in the same continuity that they died in, they come back to life in. But the only characters that don't come back to life died of cancer. The first mm. Captain Marvel, the actual Cree man character, is, is an example of that. He died oh. of cancer and they had this huge glo- uh, universal of a funeral for him in the comics where like even his enemies came to the funeral because they had such respect for him as a wow. as a warrior. Okay. And and so like the in the book itself it was like the way that they paid respect to him as a character um at, you know he because they had him a died of cancer they've never re- they've never given us that guy again. It's always been uh, Carol Danvers or or um, uh, Monica Rambeau like there's other Captain Marvel like they didn't mm-hmm. redo him um, there's other characters that that is the case for too well Ryan did to me told me how much of a comic book fan he was like that was a <laughs> moment for the comic book fan geek too is that Chadwick himself died of cancer we know we can't recast we've decided as a as a collective we're not recasting um Chadwick as T'Challa or we're not recasting someone else as Chadwick's T'Challa in the MCU but mm-hmm. doesn't mean we can't have other ch- uh, T'Challas in different universes but we can't have a 6161 so what we're, yeah. we're going to do is do what we do in the comics which is he died this way in real life but we're going to have him die this way on camera you know in, in the story mm-hmm. too okay. so now we don't have to sit here and wait for him to come back mm-hmm. It's, okay. it's shutting the door to recasting Chadwick's T'Challa, which mm-hmm. I thought was very a uh, very thoughtful way of handling the explanation as to why we're not going to get T'Challa again. Now, of course, spoiler, yes, we're going to get T'Challa in the future, but mm-hmm. it's going to be T'Challa Jr., you know, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So I like the way that they did that. Pure, purely as a comic book fan, I like yeah. how they handled it, but I think it would have been weird For them to do anything else with Chadwick's T'Challa,
2: that wasn't
1: this, that wasn't,
2: it makes sense
1: to me that they would give him part of Chadwick in his story, right? Chadwick Mm -hmm. kept it a secret from everybody. And you know what? I really believe that the reason why he kept it a secret is he didn't want to change the experience of the movies of the experience for the actors themselves, like the people mm-hmm. that he's grown to love and have family with. I don't think he wanted us to be preparing for his death. He didn't want us to look at him as dead before he died. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I think okay. he was giving us a chance to just like experience him. And also as an Asian person, I'll say this too from, from the Japanese part of my culture. Like if a person knows they're gonna die in, mm-hmm. in Japanese culture, they'll die. There's not a culture of fighting to get out of it. It's just like mm. your die has been cast. You're just so going to let it
0: happen. Yeah. Not really so you, fight it.
1: So but. when your old people get sick, you don't tell your old, like your old people, the doctors will tell the children of that older person, but they won't tell the older person. And then the whole mm. family will get together in conspiracy, like knowing my family, my, my loved one is going to die. We're not going to mm-hmm. tell her she's going to die. And then she's just going to live her Mm. life and be happy. And then she's going to die, you know, and she's going to die peacefully, hopefully, you know. So I think that's kind of what Chadwick did for us as a collective is it's just like, let us keep loving the experience of what we were having. And even though it was going to be a jarring loss, at least we weren't mourning him before he died, you know. And not looking at him
0: like, oh. oh." Yeah.
1: And so he could live his life, too, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: And kind of oh. kind of secluded. So when I think you touched on something where it said the cast got to mourn um, on camera as the characters in the movie got yeah. to mourn. That makes me think about Glee. So for the show Glee, Cory Monteith died.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: they um, basically um, unalived his character Finn. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what they did. They had an episode. And Naya Rivera is singing this song and she literally like, they're like, there was no acting in that. That is literally yeah. how she felt. So it's like their characters were mourning, and these actors were mourning. So it was kind of like that thing yeah. of, you know, the rubber meeting the road. Because for me, even though I didn't know Corey Monteith, I have trouble listening to songs with his voice on it. Like I don't I listen to them. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, it's just sad because it's just kind of like that whole, like that whole episode. The quarterback is just like, it's just sad. Mm. So I'm so glad it is so beautifully done. The tribute to T'Challa and yeah. to Chadwick because I mean it was duality for me. The and movie is fantastic. It's like two and a half hours. Girl, give me three and a half. Fuck y'all. Right.
1: No, I think they handled it well. I think um, my like what beef I had, I I have and don't have with it. Right. It's a uh, mm-hmm. I don't love brown on black animosity, mm-hmm. but in the way in which it was handled i do i do like, I like what the they way did that you know what handled. i'm saying it's so- like
0: yeah it's like we're going to fight the real enemy but it also i might extend your grace even though you killed me. Well, to me, like-
1: what it shows is what happens in like like my neighborhood. I grew up in Long Beach, you mm. know, where we had Mexican kids and we had black kids and the black and Mexican kids were pitted against each other by the police, by mm-hmm. the adults in our lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we were doing the work of white supremacy for them because mm-hmm. we were trained to to be at each other. Right. And then it takes a, a moment of someone being like, wait, 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 wait. that mm-hmm. cop is fucking with both of us. Why are we mm-hmm. fighting each other? We should be fighting the cops. That's exactly what happened in this fucking movie. Like, even though, no, yes, it didn't. But yes, no, it did, if that makes sense. is like, no, yeah. it, you yep. know what I'm saying? Like, they they technically are still enemies Correct. because of what uh, Namora and Namora said at the end. Technically, mm-hmm. they're still kind of enemies, but there is a purpose that is dropped. But, but in terms of the relationship that they made in that moment, the pact between Shuri and Namor in that moment, Mm -hmm. is that like we don't need to fight the outside forces Mm -hmm. we don't need to fight each other we need to fight the outside forces and and let's do that together united so I Mm -hmm. I I feel like this I just think Ryan is so fucking smart like he gave us the end to Chadwick's T'Challa in a way that allowed us to deal with it in real life and deal with it in fantasy life and he gave us a reflection and And Oakland and Long Beach are very similar in like style mm-hmm. and cities and mm-hmm. stuff like that. He gave us growing up in the Hood in Oakland, growing up in the Hood in Long Beach, like he gave us these two communities pitted against each other by the powers that be, and then mm-hmm. eventually realizing that they needed to work together. Like he gave yeah. us what exists in reality. and I think that that is just it was just real beautiful and really thoughtful. and i'm I'm glad for it. Yeah. That being it's- said, if in the quantum mania that's coming, We get a John David Washington um, Black Panther. Like, he don't even need to be T'Challa in another universe. He could just be, like, that other universe Mm -hmm. is Black Panther.
0: Because even in, like, the other Doctor Strange movie, it was kind of like, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing John Krasinski in, like, a Fantastic Four movie. I'm like, I feel like this, because I have a love and hate of Fantastic Four because of the movies. Um, But seeing John Krasinski, I'm like, he was the, he was the first worked. live action that made sense.
1: Yeah, it like that
2: actually worked. That kind of like kill. It's like okay. And the thing so is,
1: we're doing it. So we're doing it. So Your like, okay. multiverse people can all look alike. We saw how many Doctor Stranges looked alike. We saw how mm-hmm. many Loki's looked alike, you know. Mm-hmm. Um they can be, but they can also not be because we literally had a alligator Loki and a and a bunch of humanoid Loki's. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So like you can have a David a John David Washington Black Panther or T'Challa from another
0: from another from another yeah. universe and
1: stuff like that and um, it would you,
0: work it's it like, would work because yeah, I'm not comparing it to T'Challa this is just another kind of like the last Spider-Man and I have a love and hate I have a love and hate with that movie too but I kind of like the difference but it's no miles morales into the spider-verse which
1: well i uh, think what's do- going to happen is that in the next time we see spider-man i think we're going to start to see the beginning of the end because of some of the plot things that have have been placed in egg and like easter egg form so mm-hmm. i think what we're we're going to see in the next movie or two that tom mm-hmm. holland pops up in he will probably die
2: yeah. and
1: which will make the way so because we already know that miles exists in the 616 because we've met His uncle Aaron, which was played by uh, Donald Glover, so we know he exists in the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, We just need we need Peter to get a little bit older, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and we need Miles to be pretty young. So Miles needs to be a teenager. He needed to not be a teenager when we met Aaron, but he needs to be a teenager the next time we see him. And Peter needs to be a little bit older, and then Peter will die. Miles will rise. So I think in the next two times we see Peter, we're gonna see that transition start. Mm. I think that's what's gonna happen.
0: Nope. I can't wait. This is the end of one phase, and we're getting another one. Yeah. Um, but we're getting Jonathan Majors. And I, y'all, I oh. know about his choice in partner, and we can I'm not really disappointed because this is a complete stranger to me. I actually I just don't like,
1: know if- his choice of partner. It's a pale face like,
0: um, So there's that.
1: <laughs> okay, quick question. <laughs> I mean, okay, Th- mm-hmm. this is where the question goes of like, why are mixed people always so militant? Okay, I understand. <laughs> I understand that I needed two people of different races to get together to make me. I get that. I get it, and I like being mixed. I like the two cultures I come from. All of this stuff, I understand. That being said, why is it always the revolutionary motherfuckers that end up having a white partner? (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Honey, I mean, have
0: have you gone down that rabbit hole of um, biracial TikTok where there are people who have white mothers and like oh mi- mixed talk is oh mixed talk is like mixed girl. talk is
1: toxic you you know you notice that i am not an active
0: participant in
1: in You're not. in, in, very, in mix talk i, don't I have leave, my podcast
0: like, like lord have mercy it's like and it's where you just go it's like you can like Ew! let me yep yep see You're like i have right. my podcast and everything
1: <clears throat> like that so people know my opinion i will voice my opinions on things and shit like that but what i'm not doing is getting on tiktok and, and doing this because every time i see it you don't have enough time to put the context together for people to not come at the problematic stuff and and so the fact of the matter is there are some super problematic ways in which bi- black white biracials raised by mom white moms move like you the vibes mm-hmm. are evident it's a stereotype for a reason because it's evident uh, but yeah mixed talk is really really toxic but my thing is just like a lot of these re- you know like jonathan majors plays characters that are part of the revolution right like he, mm-hmm. they're a part of you know uh lovecraft country fucking uh five bloods like he does roles and then you know he's been uh, i don't know who it was someone on tiktok or twitter called him like uh civil rights hot civil rights era hot yeah, 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 you know he's got that mm-hmm. civil rights era face or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Like he gives off like you know last man of, last black man of sacrifice. Like he gives off a black mm-hmm. dude that's fighting the fight, and then he's got okay, so he's got a white partner. I get it. I have a half a big partner who grew up white. I understand. I get mm-hmm. it. Sometimes you just fall in love with people. I understand. I, so like
0: what I'd you be like? I hear y'all. I'm people. guilty of it too. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, I'm guilty of it too. I'm also a revolutionary Black that ended up with a non Black partner. Um, the thing is, his car broke down when we were 21. And then by the time we were 22, we were together. Like, that just was what happened. <laughs> like,
2: you we are were so around, funny.
1: His car broke down. We were around each other every single day because his car broke down. And that gave us the door to open for us to fall in love with each other. And that's what happened. We were 22 years old. We're 45 years old. Well, I'm 45 years old now um
2: Happy you know birthday it happens it
1: happens I understand I know that the words I'm saying don't make sense because I'm also guilty of the same thing um mm-hmm. because everybody else like I'm Polly, and like every other relationship I have is with black folks and it's not like it's not like I'm targeting that it's just that those are the people I hang out with so those are people I have access to and that's how I end up that way it's just you know what I'm saying like so I know that there's a little bit of hypocrisy in what I'm saying
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it always surprised like like even, even D- Donald Glover, like as Childish Gambino, some of, his early, some of his early lyrics, you're just like, <sighs> and you ended up with a white girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. I know what yeah. I, mm. I know what I'm saying, but I also know that like, I'm probably not the right voice for that, but mm. also, and that
0: you know what? I need to get, it, my out. It. <laughs> get it out. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to table Wednesday because I think what I'm going to ask of you is that we're just gonna do a wednesday episode oh shit i forgot few- i no, forgot it- that's what we were talking about yeah girl that's fine because we're gonna skip that because you know this <laughs> is now like we're just gonna have a wednesday episode y'all so you know okay down the hatches we're just gonna have an old episode to talk I'll about i'll do wednesday. i'll do you want to do a, a
1: review show with Wednesday? i'll do that with you absolutely.
0: yeah yeah okay absolutely so y'all it's coming so because last- i have
1: some feelings that we definitely should get into Yeah, because
0: it, yes. it's like it's it's a great thing but please know we see the forest beyond the trees because of Who's involved with this You know what? Let me shut up. Mm-hmm. Last story in um, high key. So, Deion Sanders used to play the sports. He used, <laughs> he, play, has a goal. he used to play a couple of the sports balls. He, he, you know, he caught the sports balls. He ran the sports balls in the thing, right? Y'all, I'm a football fan. I don't know the fuck he did. I just like saying the sports. sports he also has a gold jacket because he's in the Hall of Fame. Well, Mr. Deion Sanders decided to go become the head coach for Jackson State University, which is at HBCU, which sent a lot of OMG because there is so much talent in HBCUs for athletics. However, comma they don't get the shine that they deserve. There are so many. So when you see a person from an HBCU drafted, you're like, y'all went to go see them. They don't have the big pro days. They do have pro days, but it's not, um, it's not advertised the way like a UCLA or University of, <laughs> any of the hell, even the small schools, any of the PWIs is not going to get the bank. Okay. Right. It's not going to get the pomp and the parades. Right. right so him going to jackson state meant a lot because Primetime was going to be head coach of jackson state there were people who had been who declared at bigger pwis something like i'm gonna go to jackson state because deon sanders is the head coach and right. he was acting like unk um at the uh, 4th of july cookout <laughs> being really cool bringing britney runner to um campus to teach y'all about um, and I'm putting this in quote, whole culture. I'm like, let me just be very clear. Dion, your players are the hoes, but that's neither here nor there. And I you know what I'm saying, can
1: we just finally admit that it's the athlete's that are the host? It's
0: like, why are you like, let me tell you about whole culture. You mean athletes? Shut the hell up, Dion. The other so, part is
1: I'm not mad at hosts As long I'm as not, everybody understands what nice. they're doing.
0: Do you know, I could not be a male athlete with very good problems. Can let me explain something to y'all. And I would be like 19 years old. I'd make my appointment. For a reversible mastectomy that I will not reverse <laughs> until I'm 33 and a half. Okay. I'm I would saying. be hoeing my whole fucking 20s. Okay. I'm like, I probably will meet my wife, some really cute girl named Katrina or God knows what else, whatever name, maybe her name will be Taylor. I like a black girl named Taylor. Okay. Cause I would be really black. <laughs> I
1: like a black girl named Taylor.
0: <laughs> black, girl named Taylor. <laughs> black girl named Taylor is the, is
1: the, <laughs> the name
0: specific. of the show. A black girl named Taylor. That would be my girlfriend. And then we're we'll fighting like, girl, happy. she's like, we're going to start babies. Let me just make that
1: appointment. You know what it's going to be? You know have. what it would be? It would be you went to high school with Taylor, but then you mm. went to college and you got picked up for the sport. So now you're out there being a hoe. Taylor's getting going to college, doing their thing or whatever. 15 13 years, you're coming up into retirement and you're starting mm-hmm. to feel like it's time to settle down or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And you run into Taylor when you go back home for Christmas. Uh,
0: christmas we don't movie wipe, energy guys we don't like film treatments okay this you is a end film up wiping treatment. Up. yeah that's it we're writing the script john because david Washington likes those christmas will play me. there you go uh, you know i'm like i got I, I got this figured out okay um so prime came to jackson state well <clears throat> a school in colorado now allegedly his salary at jackson state was about 300k Now, again, HBCUs don't get the pomp and circumstance like their big their um the PWIs get mostly because white people go to PWIs, right? Um there are people who go to HBCUs, but the ones that people really know about are people who go to Howard University in DC. And also HBCUs are mostly in the South. So are there any,
1: are there any? in the north because i know we didn't have them in the west
0: coast they don't have them on the west coast i think the midwest they may maybe one or two this okay. is how when people say Maryland's not a southern state i'm like hbcus are only in the south we have like two in maryland i could be yeah might i mean be two maryland
1: officially is a part of the south but people don't probably, think we're not a, part of the south.
0: we're not a confederate state we are a southern right. state there's there, there really is different because i think everything if you're in confederacy confederacy you're at the south i'm like all the states in the south were not in confederacy right i don't have time for this that's another show that's another, episode. Uh, <laughs> that's another show but um yeah so again hbcus don't also pull it up because then because one they have to go sit um and go to the tower of doom and go and like get money every year for their schools mm-hmm. hence that one um photo of people literally the presidents of those hbcus not smiling with that little um orange marmalade demon and like why would y'all do that because what would happen if they didn't go it would be like homelander homelander yeah you can go ahead and take everything from me but then I won't have anything to lose. I'm like, yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that for any of those students. They thought more of their students than themselves. I don't blame them, and I never will. So apparently, there is a school in Colorado, <laughs> in Denver, Colorado. I can't believe this. I really, um, who said they are going? His salary is for five years is going to be twenty nine point five million dollars. Again, a school that I have never heard of, Colorado University had $29 million Damn. to give him over five years. So the way that it's um, supposed to be slated is like it's a five-year contract worth $29.5 million before bonuses and incentives. So Sanders, who, by the way, I didn't realize he was only 55. How did I get to the age where I'm like, he's only, she's only. I'm like, God, <laughs> how did I get here? He will be slated to earn $5.5 million in his first season with a base pay of $500,000 supplemented by $1.75 million for radio, television, and public appearances, another $1.75 for promotion and fundraising, another $1.5 for (laughs) development, they put this in quotes, development of the student athlete. That compensation will increase to $5.7 million in 24, $5.9 million in 25, $6.1 million in 26, and $6.3 million in 27. You know, because 22 plus 5 is 27. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are marking it and saying it is the largest financial package ever given to a CU football coach. Um, and athletic director, <coughs> excuse me, Rick George admitted that following his press conference, <laughs> no, nobody had to cook out this year for Dion, baby. Hold on. on biblical booster knocked me on my ass. <coughs> mm-hmm. They said, we don't have the money yet, but I know we'll, we'll have it. So I'm not worried about that piece. <sighs> Under the proposed agreement, Sanders would have a $5 million salary pool for his assistance and any support staff. So he has $5 million to get his own staff. <laughs> mm-hmm. The penalties invoked should Sanders, a Florida neighbor Nader who, lived, who, lived, who currently lives in Texas, And if you could have told me that Deion Sanders was a Florida nigga, I'd have been like, "Yeah, the tracks." Okay, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say (laughs) that seems seems
1: correct.
0: Yeah, yeah. Choose to end his tenure in Boulder before the end of the contract are fairly stiff. Sanders would owe CU fifteen million dollars in liquidated damages if he leaves the school after the first year of his deal
1: oh so he has to go through <laughs> the whole
0: contract he had so it looks like if he leaves the school before the first year he will have to pay them 15 million dollars his first year he's supposed to get five um 5.5
1: Yeah, damn so he's locked in he yeah he's like he, he if it was <laughs> and I'm, I'm about to say the words in quotes only 29 million and he lived after a year and that's 15 out and he you know,
0: mm-hmm. that's not a... So, he here's the rest of his... This is crazy. Those damages drop to $10 million if it's after his second year, $8 million after his third, and $5 million if if after his fourth or final years. If CU chooses to buy out Sanders' contract prematurely, aka fire his ass, Sorry, it, would owe, it would owe him 75% of the remaining base and supplemental salary left on the duration of the agreement. Sanders' other potential incentives would include $750,000 if CU wins the national championship. Good luck. $450,000 if CU is invited to the New Year's Eve, New Year's Six Bowl game. Okay. $150,000 if CU wins six games in a season. Go oh, what? $150,000 if CU wins the Pac-12. $150,000 if CU is invited to a non-New Year's Six Bowl game. $150,000 if Sanders is named National Coach of the Year, 100000 for each additional win after six games. That's crazy. $75,000 if CU plays in a Pac 12 championship game. $75,000 if Sanders is named Pac 12 Coach of the Year. $50,000 each time CU attains a team APR of at least 965. I don't know what the fuck that means. And year oh, one, that bonus is achieved if CU attains a team APR of at least 954 Additionally, Sanders will receive $20,000 payment for moving expenses. The That's pro- cute. <laughs> That's adorable. No, like, girl. I okay. used to work in the tech
1: industry, and the amount of times we paid between twenty-five dollars and $50,000 to move somebody, like, that that, honey, that he has as big a package as he does, but he only like again. I'm doing quotation fingers because I, I ain't got money like that. Only is getting twenty
0: thousand for moving. That's hilarious, honey. Um, you know where I work, so I'm sitting here like, I know people who've gotten more. I'm not going to say anything. You know what, what I'm saying? saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> i was like, me, shut the hell up. <clears throat> I'm sorry. The Pro Football Hall of Famer owes Jackson State roughly three hundred thousand for his contract buyout according to jack is colorado gonna play that oh my god him? they're saying he owes them so maybe sanders signed a four-year contract ah okay he signed a four-year contract because people were saying his contract was 300k so apparently that's not what this is it's sanders signed a four-year contract with the fcs school in 2020 worth a reported $1.2 million. So he was supposed to stay until 2024. He's leaving two years early. Mm. The offer letter was dated December 1st and signed by Chancellor Phil Stefano and Sanders. CU's next regents meeting is tentatively slated for 9 Wednesday. A special meeting that had been earmarked for athletics this past Sunday was rescheduled. So, G- Dion Sanders, the- okay. I know y'all think all oh, black people can dance. Please, I implore you to Google "Must Be the Money" by Dion Sanders to watch oh, his hilarious dancing ass. And I'm like, <laughs> please, no. Every black person cannot dance. Please, TikTok, TikTok used- has a whole movement
1: of celebrating the black people that don't have rhythm.
0: Child, <laughs> rhythmless talk. Ooh, ooh. Rhythmless talk.
1: Yeah, <laughs> rhythmless talk. Um, so how do you, how do you feel about this? Like, what what's so, your take on?
0: I am two of two minds of this because of the nature of my daytime job now. Okay. Okay. Here's the problem. I do not, I've always maintained, I don't blame anybody for going for a bigger paycheck. If he was getting 1.2 million at Jackson and then moving to 29.5, I'm very confused what y'all are literally talking about. There's a lot of athletes in the at, in the sport that he used to play, football. When they leave teams for more money, y'all are like, girl, get to the bag. Get
1: the bag, right. I mean, shit, we would do it. We would find out we could get $2,000 more a year from someplace and jump ship. And it would be like, yeah, it
0: was two, an extra $2,000. 7.8% pre- um, salary increase. Talk to me. Let me see you what you want to say. So yeah. on that part of it, I'm like... I get it, yeah. Because the thing about it is, like, anybody who has worked in employment actually had a career. Now, mind you, Deion Sanders had a like or yeah, unconventional career. He was an athlete. It's like yeah. you're not a traditional nine to five going to punching the clock or salary. i like, your salary, yeah, but you're not traditional salary, right? Yeah, yeah. So on one hand, I was like, I, un- I was like, just looking at and saying he was paid something here. He's moving and getting more money. Yeah. The problem is all of the fucking talking that Dion Sanders did about HBCUs. That is his problem. He decided to come here like, I'm a to shine beacon. There's telling the HBCUs, sir, you didn't even fulfill your first contract. Yeah. And you're talking this. And the thing about it is, it's like, that is not all on Dion because it can't be always like, we hustling it's you know a gig economy it's hustle sleep like sleep when you die which is stupid cuz what the yeah. hell <laughs> never again never <laughs> again like, never again it's like girl get y'all some sleep take a nap take a nap if you can take a nap during the day please do it especially if it's a rainy day get under your blanket and <laughs> sleep okay <laughs> <Excuse> <laughs> me. I need it where it's mandated. Like, oh, okay, two o'clock, everybody nap. It's Beach, nap time. Oh, go. beep goes off,
1: everybody pulls out their little cots. But, okay.
0: That's, so that's it's nap time. So the thing about it is, is like Deion Sanders is right and wrong at the exact same time. And that's I, the problem. With, yes. That's the problem. It's like you're not wrong to get the thing about it, is is that this is just Colorado University. This is not a USC or a grambling, or hell, even a University of Maryland here. It is not, it's not a Rutgers. But here's the thing, and shout out to Bobani Jones from the real time, I'm sorry, the real time, the right time, where he said, and I think it's a clip from CNN, and the thing about it is, you're not going to have this kind of conversation with people who don't really follow college ball like that. To understand, or oh, just ball in general, like a Beaumont Jones. You're not going to get it. But what stuck out when he said that, here's the thing. Him started at Jackson State. And I'm paraphrasing because this is not exactly what Beaumont said. This ensured that he would never be an assistant coach. He went to Jackson as a head coach. Mm-hmm. When the fuck has Deion Sanders ever been a fucking coach anywhere? Yeah. He has been a player, Hall of Famer, analyst. He's probably done other businesses. However, comma, whose coaching staff has he been on now? He's like, he's been here two years as a head coach at an HBCU. And now he don't have to take assistant position, assistant coach jobs. He don't have to be a position coach. The thing about it is he actually, and I would not be surprised with this going from Jackson state to Colorado university, head coach, head coach, then he could seemingly work his way back into the NFL he may, he ain't going to start as a head coach. He ain't going yeah, right. to, you know, he ain't no.
1: But if he puts in the time, he could. He puts his, he, he could be a position coach, a, a staff,
0: probably yeah. be a coordinator, probably defensive coordinator. Cause, and see, you know, as much as I don't watch college ball, I do watch a lot of professional ball. Let's be very clear. You're not going to see a lot of black offensive coordinators, but you are going to see a lot of black defensive coordinators. And usually the coordinators who become head coaches are usually offensive coordinators. Mm. I don't have like a sign, I don't have like like all the stats and scientific stuff, but please know it, you know, there was a offensive corner, a black offensive corner. And usually if your team goes to the fucking Super Bowl, they are banging down your goddamn door for you to be a head coach, because some head coaches always doing their fucking job. Yeah. They didn't knock down his door to look at it. I'm like, he literally designed the way that this offense, because I believe this is and I'll have to make sure. I'll make sure that I'm doing this right because I believe it's Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator or is it Tampa Bay? I have to look at it. Um, They weren't beating down his door. However, comma, the offensive coordinator from the Patriots, he got calls every fucking year. And he could have his... Like the white offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots Mm -hmm. during Tom Brady's tenure. Mm -hmm. um, They always called Josh. Yeah. Every damn year. Because yeah. every year a head coach lost the job. I'm surprised we ain't heard about no head coaches being fired yet.
1: I think in in the in the case of of the Dion thing, like I, I agree with you, like get the bag type of thing like we as a people, we're always happy to see someone get an opportunity that gives mm-hmm. them more you know black person get more money and stuff like that. There's that um, and I think there's a I think there is an unfair pressure on black um rich people like you know that started out not rich you know like Mm -hmm. that they're always supposed to choose yeah this is such a like I don't have a better way of saying this so if it comes out a little problematic I'm gonna get back into my explanation for it like Mm -hmm. that 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 the black celebrities that make a lot of money, like it's their obligation to go back and, and basically give up all their money back into the community, which isn't which is not something that white people are not a standard white people are held to. They do right? not
2: ask them like, that.
1: Unless I mean unless you're like a Boston white guy like Marky Mark and even someone like him necessarily get this. What
0: did he build up in Boston?
1: Like they'll they'll say, yeah. They'll say like, you know, give back to your community or whatever, give back to Southie or something like that. Like a little bit, but but the heat is not on him for not doing it in a way that like every black celebrity including Beyonce will get like Mm -hmm. I live in the neighborhood she grew up in right now and Mm -hmm. there is like a an apartment complex that holds her name on it and things like that I know that there's things she does but there are times when Mm -hmm. someone will say does she do enough for this community and it's like it's kind of like what what it why is that necessarily her
0: obligation although it's not right it's not Anybody's responsibility. Yeah, one person from a certain neighborhood. From to what? Fix yeah, a systemic problem. To so fix a systemic problem. Place that being said, you still want to see centuries. it, you right. know,
1: because you you want to be like, okay, um, you know, rising tides lifts all votes, right? Like, so there's there there's, but it's still it's an unfair standard that mm-hmm. is held against black folks that come up um, that they're supposed to. In a way that other groups don't have, no other group has it the way it's put on black folks, you know. Uh-uh. Um, so in that case, I those are the reasons why in which, like, yeah, okay, he did he did what he did to get more money. Like, all right, fine. It is because of what he was saying
2: mm-hmm.
1: about you know, HBC, like people sleep on HBC. And it's true, like not, what he said wasn't not true. It, it it's just that he didn't stick it out. And again, like, I mean, okay, what he, he coached her for two years, maybe over the course of those two years, something made him be like, ah, well, you know, it's not for me against $29 million. Like, you know, maybe
0: that is the That's case. The thing. It's not like he left for like 1.5 million. Yeah. it's 29.5 million. That's, That's what they're talking about. And job. they're just like, we don't have all that money. Time out. He left for a promissory note of 29.5. And here's the thing if y'all got to tear down buildings to do so, you will pay him his
1: fucking money. I mean, once you sign the contract, you know, the obligation You is there.
0: are saying it right. Now it's like it's beyond a hard a handshake. He's already had his press conference. This is the yeah. other thing that I I sit with and I sit with it a lot. So everybody's talking about Dion leaving and I'm like, y'all, my I can promise you I, for my daytime, and y'all can probably guess what I do. Um, I'm not telling y'all what I do. Uh <laughs> y'all can guess what I do. Taria, don't you dare get on the internet and say what Stephanie does. <laughs> I will drive to your house and one kiss you, and then I'm going to fuss you out after we go and hang out and drink wine and just laugh because <laughs> that's what we do. Um I f- <laughs> I think about the fact that I'm like, y'all are literally saying, we can't be like, get to the bag, get your coins and not see that's literally what he's doing. And everybody's like, I think people are looking at like, he used this to parlay and springboard into a, another head coach position and shit, he might have, he might have, but please stop acting like these white coaches don't do it. Here's the other part about it. You saw people literally say, I'm going to declare and go to Jackson state because deon sanders is there yeah that's time the part out, that makes me a time little upset. out and it's like you have the star power of deon sanders because you're not just a former athlete there's a lot of former football players okay yeah. you are hall of famer, famer. deon prime sanders you are yeah. a big fucking deal everybody knows who the fuck you are but here's the other thing why is it that you mean star power to bring your own people to hbcu's why is it that you had to get to star pop? I'm like, see, he's changing the tide. I'm like, wait a minute. It's very bringing it on. We're the best squad around for years, and nobody ever teased us. Mm-hmm. Please know there are some ballers at HBCUs. There mm-hmm. always have been. Check any goddamn sport. Mm-hmm. You got monsters on these teams and they don't get seen because people are like, oh, I ain't going to HBCUs. It might be in a rough neighborhood. It's not, by the way. It's like, you know what? Y'all don't go see the, t- the talented HBCUs. And then it's like, it started a conversation because Dion took a job there. Because yeah. that's the thing. Whether we want to like admit it or not, it is a huge gamble. For Jackson State to make their head football coach, Deion Sanders, yes, mm-hmm. he knows how to play the fucking sport. Does he have a coaching resume? I mean I that's am-
1: that's the thing, it's just that's you know the how question. to do something. You don't necessarily know how to teach other people's to do that same thing. You know, it's it's like it's like your best performer in the job. Um Becoming manager because of seniority over time and things like they that, and know, then they're and a they shit don't manager. Know how to manage you know,
0: there's so many people who are like, they have like advanced degrees and they think because you know, like your bachelor's, master's, postdoctorate, it's like right. you know, you think about that and they're like, oh, you get the higher education. There's this sort of that means you know what to do. you shit. can do please yeah. know There are people who literally are doctors and they don't know how to change the settings on a. Yeah, I mean, I think it's broken as an HR manager,
1: I have not recommended some of our highest performers in a position for a management bump because I'm like they have no skill set. And unless you're going to coach them and groom them for management ahead of time, you know, five year plan. That's not the guy. Keep that it's guy doing what happen. he's gonna do because productivity is gonna drop when that guy becomes a manager. So that is a risk. Yes. Jackson state is a, a huge risk.
0: risk. And it's like it kind of paid off because one, Jackson's state did not, they don't, they didn't have a bad record. So it's kind of like it it was kind of like it was a calculated risk. <laughs> and it's like it's fine for them. But the thing about it is it's like. I can understand why people like, especially because so many people who are graduated from HBCUs take pride in it because literally we could not go to school. They like, we don't want you niggers learning anything. So then it becomes, well, we're going to have our old school. Now the narrative has switched so much because white people get to tell us what the fuck that happened. Like mm-hmm. Y'all just wanted your own schools. That, that That's not, that, that's not why they did it and please know we are not the only oppressed group that had their own universities. let's just say that because yeah if black people weren't allowed in the schools please don't think any other racial oppressed oppressed racial group racial demographic they weren't allowed there either
1: i mean historically in the south you were either black or white so if you weren't black or white Mm -hmm. you were black you know like you just that's where you got stuck because you weren't white so
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah (laughs) so
0: many people who are considered white now were not white
1: then we're not white back then yeah
0: so So. it's kind of like the thing about it is on both sides of this y'all are not necessarily wrong if you're like both sides right yeah that's a it's it's a tough one it's kind of like you go I guess it's like that's why I'm like Deion Sanders in this instance he's right and wrong at the exact same time people who have an issue with what he's doing you're right people Never. who don't have an issue with this you're right Yeah, <laughs> it's like you can't it's like the thing about it is there's no and the thing about it is this kind of situation you shouldn't be looking like who's right in the situation that's not what the that's not the uh, question yeah it's not the question and that actually that shouldn't be the question really the it's only like, folks i feel bad say? for are oh, the kids, kids that went to the
1: school because of Deion Sanders. And if they can get a transfer in or something like that, great. But then you're pulling them out of, a, of HBCU and putting them into a PWI. That's a whole different experience. I, I like, again, like I told you, like, I, I know I was the one who told you we didn't even have HBCUs in California and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so like you're mm-hmm. the person who taught me the term PWI. Mm. I knew I knew HBCU. I did not know PWI. And that, that was, was just what the schools were. You know, they just right. were. Because um, that's the
0: thing. It's like you have these kids who are declaring, again, I guys, college football I don't follow, but I've heard the term walk on. So, if you, mm-hmm. so for anybody who's never heard the term walk on, like, what the hell does that mean? That means a, a athlete declared at a school, it's not working out, they want to transfer another team. They have to walk onto the team. So essentially... They are walking into that school, no scholarship, no like guaranteed yeah. room and board, nothing. They yeah. may have to pay for like a semester or two of that tuition. God knows how much it is now to right. walk on. So if they walk on and get a spot, then they get their athletic scholarship. They don't get it. It's like they got to earn it. They which earn I'm it, like, yeah. the thing about it is, it's like that is a tough position because everybody who walks on don't necessarily get the scholarship so then it's like you see these like if you like look at these stories of kids tearing up because they busted their ass to get on these teams yeah so it's like people going like i'm only going to jackson state because Deion sanders is there like yeah
1: those are the ones i feel that's a
0: little bit problematic for me uh, and just for stephanie it it cannot be for y'all because i think some people do go to schools because like oh like so and so gonna be there yeah. imagine you play his same position now and your head coach is the person that used to play your right position like that was exciting yeah it's like, bitch what yeah it's like I get it but believe me I'm like I want to see Dion's coaching resume I'm sitting here um no but no. you know like
1: that that's the thing is and, and nothing is a guarantee right so even as you're signing oh. that that application form to you know to go to that school it's still a risk that he's not going to be there for like you know n- nothing is guaranteed even if something mm-hmm. has a contract associated with it obviously he can buy himself out or they can buy him out or whatever the fuck so you, like you know that the risk is there it's just that it's just that hope because you 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 assume that a lot of these kids that are getting on scholarships anyway yeah they're getting scholarships on talent um, mm-hmm. but like they might not have been able to do that otherwise so it's a it like there's stacks of why it's a big deal for them to have that opportunity so that you know that's why i feel worse for them that being said yeah. i i just the the standard that we will hold a, a black person up to for the betterment betterment of the entire community in the way mm-hmm. that white people just don't
0: ever have that problem they don't have that pressure so I will tell you this I can we can Google Geon Sanders so let me tell you what his coaching career is <clears throat> while continuing his work as an NFL analyst because prime time is an analyst Sanders became the head coach for the prime prep Academy which he co-founded so his own school he stayed as the head coach for 2012 and 2013 in 2015 he was hired as the head coach for AAA Academy where he coached for two seasons in 2017, Sanders became the offensive coordinator for Trinity Christian High School, which gave him the opportunity to coach his son, Shiloh and Shador. He stayed there in 2020. And then on September 21st, 2020, Deion Sanders became the 21st head coach of the Jackson State Tigers. (laughs) So he went from coaching high school. To being a head coach of a college.
1: But he's also deon sanders so it's not Correct. like he's just some random ass dude so who did will, that and made uh, that okay, jump. i can
0: uh, make the amendment that he does have coaching experience is just not at the college level <laughs> he taught like one at his own school i'm, I'm saying taught, coach at his own school these are all high schools one of them he like founded which i didn't realize he had his own school kind of like lebron mr fine meets himself uh <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thigh- the- LeBron has some surprising thigh meats. See, you know. I'm sorry. I'm like the like, hairline distracts you
0: from. Don't distract me because I ain't looking at it. Well, Ooh. what I'm
1: saying is that it took many years <gasps> to get past the hairline to see the thigh meats. Now I understand that the thigh meats are there, but I didn't yes. know for many many years that the thigh meats were there. Yeah. You know, I got to so. see LeBron's very first NBA game. Did you? Yep. I got well, free tickets from my boss for Sacramento Kings, and that was his debut. Um, that was his debut thing.
0: Hmm. I
1: remember them announcing it while we were there.
0: That is well. That is dope. So again, I'm talking about Deion Sanders and his record. So his first year, their overall record was four and three, and that the reason it's so low is because that was the first year of the pepperoni pizza. But 2021 season, eleven and two. 2022 season, apparently his overall record is 12-0. and 0. <laughs> So, essentially, he had two very good seasons, because I feel like for all the um, sports teams, 2020 is a the season, they're like, yeah, we don't really take this seriously, even though those kids busted their ass to play. <laughs> like, the thing about it is, I'm not going to shortchange that season, especially when the kids busted their ass. And they usually do. Um, so, Again, that's why I sit here like I'm of two minds of this. But mm-hmm. the thing about it, if you are like Dion, you did all this like, you know, pontificating and preaching about the power of HBCUs, meaning that you um, inspire people to come to Jackson State. I don't know if anybody else went and declared for other HBCUs throughout the South. I think there may be one or two in the Midwest. I'm going to look that up because I think it's just maybe one or two. Um, just know Those kids who are like, I'm going to leave this, they may have had a, and I'm not going to say a better opportunity. I'm only saying better opportunity in quotes because PWIs have more money than HBCUs, unfortunately. They get like the national recognition. They have the big time alumni or alumnus, alumnae, or you want to say it. (laughs) Um, And it's kind of like you go, yeah, if this bothers you what Deion Sanders did, you're not wrong if it doesn't bother you, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like, yeah. there's no right and wrong on this. Well, the thing is there, there's a better not.
1: way Dion could have handled it. Right. Cause like Correct. I've made, I've made a joke like this on my podcast forever. It's like, I like militantly mixes my podcast. I'm an independent podcaster. This is, you know, no one's ever going to get that. That being said, someone wants to drop me a million dollar check to join Spotify. I'm signing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I've made that joke. Before. What can I not
0: say? Let me know. It's like no one's. It's like we're not going to tell black people don't get to the bag. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to do that. i It's like, like not- we're not going to do that. Does but-
1: it? D- is it a detriment? Yes. Is that necessarily his responsibility? Kind of yes and no, right? Like because because yeah. no, because you can't put that on one person's shoulders, but yes, because what you said and what you did like I want to believe that people are of their you know I try to take people for their words and and then when their actions show me something different the way I get disappointed is pretty heavy and of course I don't have a personal stake in this one but like if 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 he had made a commitment like a verbal commitment to the community of just like this is where this is my lane this is where I'm going to be this is the people I'm Mm going to support because the Mm -hmm. world is sleeping on these athletes Mm -hmm. and then he takes another job like I mean I hate that I'm about to say these words because capitalism but like at least he did it for a 78 percent whatever increase and not mm-hmm. for like a million dollars you know like at least right. it was Imagine 29 like and not someplace like
0: in 2.5 it's like you know what I'm saying yeah, it's like, like, yeah. like what the hell it's like, like you like 1. is that 2, enough 29.5 like I'm sorry Could- I'm no mathematician here
1: yeah, cause like if my if my thought about that like because here's the other thing he could be a sleeper agent he could be taking that big bag and
2: mm-hmm. then
1: still choosing to go back to the other plate you know like an, you know later like he could he be has doing that five million
0: dollars it's like he has five sure he has five million dollars to play he could get a all black staff he really could he
1: could and that's another thing right like now you're getting a whole bunch of black people. Um, pwi jobs which will carry mm-hmm. more weight unfortunately in the nfl yeah. if that's what they want to do or at other colleges if that's what they want to do like there are ways in which this doesn't have to be the letdown to the black community if if he moves for blackness there you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. plus you know i imagine s- schools like uh colorado utah like all those in those like you know not just snowy white but like super white places mm-hmm. um you know, that being Black students in those places are probably tough. If there were more Black staff,
0: mm-hmm. that could be a lot easier. Because representation means something. It's like it you does. expect to see their representation at an HBCU.
1: Listen, the last job I had in the tech industry as a senior HR manager started out. I was the 21st employee. It was predominantly white with a handful of Indian people. By the time yeah. I left, there was 160 something people on the day that I left. The majority of our staff at that point was black and brown. They were Indian, they were Asian, and they were black. And my boss one day looks around and he pulls me to the side and he's like, um, the uh,
0: atmosphere. It's changed a lot. Oh, child. <laughs> this... I swear. They love to walk on eggshells. Like, you know no, what I'm saying? Make it plain. Like Listen, you to the preacher. Make here's it plain. the
1: way I elevated. Like, I couldn't do it like crazy, crazy. But what I could do is, hey, we got 200 resumes for this position. And sometimes the people of a darker hue ended up at the top of the pile. And maybe my bosses got tired by the time they got down to the pale faces. You know what I'm saying? Listen.
2: Ooh. Said, that is the way mean? I was
1: able to move and where like, mm-hmm. yeah, I couldn't, I knew I couldn't do big overt moves mm-hmm. to prioritize black folks and brown folks, but I could mm-hmm. make those kinds of moves. And in actuality, it it did shift the temperature of the room or what was it? The atmosphere. Like it did shift that because just by nature of like what you know about humans, they get tired if they have to go through a lot of stuff. So I sent them, I organized things in a way that allowed me to let them get tired before they got to the, you know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're, Dion can do something like that.
0: He can. It's like, if we're talking about the nepotism that we see that doesn't benefit us, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do this with y'all. Like, you don't think I'm like, do you know how many rich people's kids just get thrown in the door Yeah, and they're just the owner's child and that's it
1: and that shit like i've seen that in the film industry i've seen that in the tech industry it's gross they're unqualified it sucks you end up having to work harder because they exist and stuff like that you know so yes we can do it too it's Mm -hmm. different it looks different when we do it you know
0: Mm -hmm. because we're actually creating opportunities we get kind of like us i'll say oh, that's not the word i want to use um we get it's a definitely a narrow view of us when we do it because they're like you're only doing it because they're black i'm like or they're black in a woman it's like yeah but when y'all do it you all like oh it's well you know the good old boy you know what yeah. nope that is when we do
1: it it's like episode. this person is a highly skilled person that's not going to have an opportunity when y'all do it it's this person has no skill set but they're related to somebody rich
0: you don't want to look at their resume because you're looking at the name
1: yeah it how many so times in a meeting i had to hear this person is so and so's son, or this person is so and so's nephew, which meant stand down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I like that's why I don't want to work like that anymore. That's why I haven't gone back into um, another jobby job. You know, even though Come on, like, jobby job, money's tight and shit like that. It, I, I haven't done it because I can't, I can't do that shit anymore. That's how huh? I'm moving going forward. You know, like. Hmm. So if, if he, I hope that that's the way he does things.
0: I hope, I hope so. But is it like, my
1: position, is it my place?
0: No, nah. no. It's like, I'm not going to tell y'all how to feel. Um, but just like, and then I'm going to put a button on this. Just like y'all are like, why y'all not talking more about Jerry Jones' photo or Brett Favre? <clears throat> why aren't y'all? The, I'm sorry. Grand opening Grand colour. Okay, he got a new job. Anyway, so when y'all going to like turn the screws on jerry jones yeah turn the screws on bet fall they're not gonna do that they're not but y'all we've
1: been knowing those good old boys the whole time we didn't even need the picture
0: yeah good old boy like technically
1: like if you really think about it with jerry jones did
0: we need to see the picture girl that's a white man from jerome named jerome in the south like girl he's been telling on himself
1: he has been telling on himself forever we never even needed to see the picture it should it's have like, been nipped
0: oh in the bud gosh, way back. I'm so, I would be shocked if he was like at a NAACP march. Then I'd be like, girl, what? Then you'd be, okay, yeah, girl. then. Yeah. But this girl, fuck y'all. It's like, I'm not doing this. But y'all, we have a show. Maine has several different <laughs> <laughs> podcasts. But uh before we get out of here, you should just say, like the podcast, um, Maine just had a birthday, so drop your Cash App and your Venmo, honey. Okay, I
1: need, I need, I needed like the last hundred and twenty dollars of my t- tattoo fund, my tattoo fund. Um, so okay, Cash App and and Venmo. So my Cash App, because I can't change it no more, is Sir Auntie Maine A U N T I E because that's the correct way to spell Auntie, and uh, main M A N E because that's the correct way to spell Maine. Uh, and my Venmo is the da, d-a blasian blurred just like my instagram handle um
0: uh, yeah and don't worry because this will be on the show notes so yeah it'll, <laughs> it'll be, be, be in the show notes <laughs> get it
1: yeah i i put it up as a joke like um i was like yeah i just put a little picture of like a bottle that says tattoo fund and i was like i was like my birthday's coming up if anybody wants to drop and i didn't actually expect to get anything i've i've actually gotten my my tattoo is going to cost 600 i've actually gotten um uh, I think I got five hundred, but I've I've like spent like twenty dollars of it, so that's why I'm like one hundred and twenty. Any, um, but I mean I have the one hundred and twenty dollars. But if you know what I'm saying,
0: if people no, I know what gift. you're saying. I know <laughs> what you're saying. So yes, please give to the tattoo fund. Please <laughs> listen to all of um Minnie Maine's places. Military mix
1: blurred comics uh what's my other show by furious and queer and far i got so many shows i don't remember Right, it's
0: like oh my gosh that that is so hilarious you know what What is is? the name of your podcast network by the way
1: main hustle media turning my side
0: hustle into my main hustle yeah see how that works see how that that's it promote your shit bitch promote (laughs) it but y'all I'm going to let Maine out here because you said she, you heard she got four more shows. I mean, she got it. She I got, I actually got to jump off of this to jump on right. <laughs> to blur. Um, right. She battle to record with my, um, my Mario Van Peebles, my Albie Shore exclamation point. The Albie Shore reference <laughs> is pretty funny. <laughs> it's like, pretty wait, funny. What? I'm like, sir, don't do this. You know exactly why I said that. Shut up. But uh, this has been the military, the military mix. Oh my God that's a- that's oh, hilarious this, is
1: okay. this, this has is been militantly a- mixed mix. <laughs> y'all <laughs> don't forget to be a mixed ourselves.
0: <laughs> but y'all this is been book of
3: minutes i will be back next week Bye. Bye. look we don't have to ask what if the best black players went to black schools it happened before back when some of the best football players in the country had no choice but to come to black colleges. And the schools were as broke then as they are now. So maybe HBCUs can make more money now with those players. But let me remind you what the essence of college sports is. Taking money from the people who do the work and giving it to the overseers and supervisors. A neo-plantation mentality. (laughs) White folks heard plantation. It jumped up like the fire alarm went off. (laughs) hey, man, those aren't my words. That's Walter Byers, the first executive director of the NCAA. He started this gangster shit and felt bad enough about it that he turned on his own creation. Listen to that man. We don't need HBCUs to be the new slave owners. And even if we wanted to, you think the man going to give us 40 acres this time? You think they're going to sit back and let us mule kick them in football? Can you imagine what would happen if Jackson State beat the brakes off Ole Miss? They pull Dion over on that scooter he rides on the sideline and plant an A-ball in his pocket. you don't believe me? Look what happened the last time white folks took an L in the big game. The fact that we're even talking like this tells me we're not really grasping the purpose of HBCUs or what they could and should be doing.